Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Uh, four after nine, I will do the credits after our interview. Okay. And we're on limited, uh, limited time. Okay, joining us right now is Ryan Bowen. The former Hawkeye great and Denver Nuggets assistant coach and NBA champion. Good morning. Good morning. It's uh, pretty awesome to have that last part uh, added to my uh, to my bio, my intro. I was going to say, right? Awesome. Congra- congratulations. I mean, it was fun. You guys are a fun team to watch, and partly because of the center. I mean, I, I mean, what's uh, you're probably used to it, but just being around him every day, he makes so much look easy. How skilled he is, and how he loves to make everybody around him better. Jokic, as as I'm saying, it's uh, yeah, he, he's truly incredible to watch. And having seen him, you know, from day one, uh, just to see how he's evolved over all these years, um, it, it's incredible. It really is, and he makes obviously makes our job a lot easier when, when you have the best player in the world on your team, you know, you feel pretty good going into every game, but um, he's just, uh, he's an incredible player. Uh, he's an even better person. I mean, he, the, how much he cares for us uh, as coaches, our families, always joking around with my boys. Um, it's just, he's just an incredible person. And to see him have the success that he's had is uh, makes it really, makes it really worth it. So when you guys, I mean, you guys came in as the number one seed in the, the West. You had the best record, but it didn't seem like anybody was, it was, you know, Phoenix and Durant and LeBron. Did you guys use that as motivation, you know, the old chip on the shoulder? Did Was there any of that? Yeah, a little bit, I think. Um, you know, we're, you know, even last year, um, you know, having Nicola, you know, all the, the all the stuff with Nicola and MVP or not, and, and everything that we kind of happened during the year. And to your point, once you know teams started making these trades and kind of loading up for the playoffs, we're like, well, Denver didn't do anything; they just stayed the same. Well, and we struggled down the stretch. We didn't, you know, we were leading the West all year. You know, we coached the All Star game that goes to the team that has the best record. At, you know, at the end of January, um, so we were leading the West all year, but. Kind of the way we finished, we kind of fizzled out towards the end. We had some injuries. We were kind of rested up. Um, and I just, a lot of people just didn't think we had a run like that in us. And so, um, man, once the, the playoffs started, our guys, you know, flipped the switch, turned it back on, and, and, and we let Nicola do the rest. So, yeah, it, it was some, a little bit of motivation. Hey, teams, I think, the, you know, we were favored 
obviously the the first series against Minnesota, but going into the Phoenix series, you know, everybody had picked Phoenix to come out of the West once, you know, the trade was made and um, you know, it was just it was it was it was just a great run. You know, the Nuggets had lost to the Lakers, I think, seven or eight times in the playoffs over the years. I've never beaten the Lakers in the playoffs. So that was kind of our when we got to that round, all right, this is what we gotta do now. And so and then to win it was just a truly remarkable. Now you've got the draft coming up next week. When is when do you get a chance to exhale as an assistant coach as a coach? I mean, I mean your guys' <laughs> you know, season we, is so the, long. The, the day after we won, you know, we were we had a good time in the locker room after that, and the next day we had a draft workout. We were all in there <laughs> watching that. Um, then the, you know we had the parade yesterday. They they had a quick little trip to Vegas here, and so getting home today, uh, you know, I have a few few days to relax. But yeah, the draft is next week. Kind of right after the draft, we get into summer league, and and really right when summer league is over, about July 16th or 17th is kind of the time where the NBA takes like two weeks off. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to the middle of July where I can just, to your point, sit back, relax, and and kind of process everything that's happened in the last you know couple months. So, how hard is it going to be for for the front office to keep this team together? Um. You know, we have a couple pieces that we need to, to try to figure out in, in terms of uh, being free agents. Um, you know, we have the core, you know, group of our guys under contract um, for for a few years, and so that's that's really important. And there's a couple pieces, obviously, that uh, that, that that we need to to address, and, and hopefully, we can keep uh, the, the team intact. You know, we you know we didn't make any huge moves to, to add during the season. Um, we felt going into the year, hey, this is our team. We feel like we're good enough, and feel the same way if we can, you know, get a, get a couple key guys back. So um, because obviously we have Nicola, Jamal, Michael Porter, and Aaron all locked up under contract. So well, that makes it a lot easier. Sure I mean, does. I mean, just to have the kind of the stability there. And I want to ask you. And I know you're really short on time here. Just let us know when you got to when you got to run. But when you decided you wanted to get into coaching. Did you have a mindset that I was going to eventually be a college coach? I want to be in the NBA, or did you just take it day day by day and just the things have just kind of turned out the way they did? Uh, you know, just really took it day by day. You know, when, when the year that I was done playing, I realized I'm, I'm, it's going to be tough for me to get back in the NBA. Um, do I want to go back to Europe and play, or do I want to you know give coaching a try? I knew I wanted to get into coaching, but. I didn't know at what level. I just knew that the last couple of years while I was playing, I was kind of thinking more on that side, more of a coach's side than, than a player's side. So I knew that's what I wanted to do. I was fortunate enough, you know, right away to get in with, you know, with Coach McCaffrey at Iowa, being their video guy. And mm-hmm. in doing that, I realized I have to totally flip the switch. Like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm still the same guy. Like, I, I think those two years, or a year and a half, there made me realize, all right, this is a totally different game. This isn't oh, a former player can sit and, and coach. You, you got to have a different mindset. And then when the opportunity came to, to get in the NBA, I just kind of, that's what I knew. I mean, I, you know, I loved college. Obviously, I loved, loved, loved being back at Iowa, but I didn't know the college game. I didn't know the recruiting. I, I'm like, I'm a better asset right now in the NBA. <laughs> that's what I know. And so when I jumped over to the NBA, um, it just felt like home. Um, in, in sense of, I know the game better, um, and so I still think about uh, you know opportunities in college and getting back into college. But uh, I feel at the time it was the right decision for me to make, and it kind of just going going day by day from there. And it sure obviously looks like the right decision. And one of the big differences, of course, is 
I mean, you do recruit, I guess, in the NBA, but not like college. And you know, with NIL and name him and the mm. portal, right? I, it is crazy now. I'm sure you still keep up with a little bit, but it's a lot different than when you were playing. Oh, I couldn't imagine being in it now and, and talk to you know, still good friends with a lot of the you know coaches and oh man, just talking to them about things. And my you know my son plays at you know it's a small college. You know, he plays at Denver University, okay, um, which is in the Summit League and. Some of the bigger schools in their conference have the, you know, they, they have some things going, you know, obviously South Dakota State and Oral Roberts are really good, you know, basketball schools. But it's, it is different. And, and talking to people about it, it is it's a different game. And it was a different game way back then. I can't even imagine what it's like now with all the uh, name, image, and likeness and, and that. So that's what I told Fran. I remember the day that I left, uh, I went into him and, you know, we had a good talk and just said, I, I just, I don't have any recruiting ties. Like I can't bring anything to the table in terms of recruiting, and that was totally different. It's it's recruiting plus it's all the other stuff. Yeah. And so at the time, it wasn't it wasn't right for me to to, to stay there, and it was a good decision for me to to take off. Hey, um, there could be as many as four former Hawkeyes in the NBA next year. I mean, you played about a decade in the league. It's not easy. You're one of the very few that from Iowa that has made it over the last, but right now, I mean, talk about that as a former Hawkeye, just what, what that, assuming Chris Murray does what we think he's going to do. And you got his brother, you got Luca and Joe Wieskamp. That's pretty, that says something about Hawkeye basketball that, to get those guys. Oh, it's awesome. Back. It's awesome. It's uh, it's really fun uh, to see those guys and encouraging them, you know, you, you know, when we play them and that's great. It, it definitely says a lot, you know, because we did have a little bit of a drought. <laughs> we had uh, in, in terms of, you know, in terms of guys, you know, playing and 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 to see what what um, you know Keegan did this year was incredible. Watching you know Luca play with with Minnesota this year was awesome. You know, getting to see those guys on the road is is really neat. So you know, we're obviously uh, rooting for Chris and you know talking you know texting with Kenyon and wishing him the best. And um, it's exciting. It, it, it's really exciting. Obviously, it's a testament to what Fran has done and what he's built there. And um, you know the, the, the type of uh, you know players he's he's, he's producing, so it, it's really fun to see. I got one last question for you. you so often yep, we hear run. so often we hear coaches say the influence of the people they played for. Coach Davis did, can, did he kind of help shape the kind of coach you are and kind of want you to get into coaching, playing for Tom? I yeah, I think that's that's right on. Um, just his, his ear, um, you know, I've, I've seen it all every coach and. Uh, I think we lost him. You know, you you see a lot of different coaching, a lot of different styles, obviously, but I I just had so much appreciation and respect for for Coach Davis and and how he how he treated us, uh, you know, more as more as people Mm -hmm. than 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 basketball players. And that's that's. One of the reasons that really drew me into coaching to, to have an impact on, on, on people's lives. Great, Ryan. Hey, listen, I know you're busy. Get running. We really appreciate you sharing some time with us. And congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate being on, and uh, maybe uh, next time I can, I can chat a little longer. We'd love to have you on again. Thank you, Ryan. All Thanks, right. Ryan. Appreciate yep. it. Thanks. Yep. Oh, that was great. Good way to start yeah. the show. And thank you for delaying the credits. That's you thinking on on the spot. I'm on that's the That's years spot. of experience. Well, I, I want to treat you like people. Then that's years of experience. Yeah. 45 <laughs> years. Wait. I won't treat 52 you like years ago, you may I not have done. Fifty-two years ago, you may not have done that, right? See, I just checked all my texts, and uh, our guys want their want their billboards, all of them, all of them, all of them. They all texted me saying we want our name out there. Maybe they'll have to wait for it. Maybe. <laughs>
<laughs> or maybe not. Hey, it's hawkfanatic.com. Brought to you by Patrick Eads and his staff at Deary Brothers, Ford Lincoln on Mormon Trek, Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars, Supel's Building and Remodeling, GT Car and his crew, Supel's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROWS, the Midtown Family Restaurants, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Kettleson RV in Hiawatha, Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyoke Inn and the Amanas, now with Sunday brunch. Players Sports Bar and Grill downtown. Streets Maintenance, Wild Rose Casino in Clinton. Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, who said, you better read my goddamn name. Uh, and Bumps. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> uh, and Bumps Restaurant. Here is Tom Suter and Pat Hardy from Hawks Fanatics, all hawksfanatics.com. org. The Internet. The Internet. I remember when Alfred referred to it as the Internet, like it was plural. <laughs> yeah. I remember laughing at that one. But who am I to laugh? I bet Alfred knew more about the Internet than I did at that time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Ryan was really busy. He was traveling. I, I, appreciate, him get, I appreciate him giving us a few minutes because I, I it's so cool what he's been able to do and I basically he said that he prefers he thinks he's better suited to coach oh, the yeah. NBA I, at least he's honest with himself you know and well it's self-awareness if you had to choose let's say you were could you see yourself being an NBA assistant or a college assistant what would fit your lifestyle more what would fit me better would be college okay I see I thought you might say NBA because you love traveling so much well I do but the NBA doesn't mean much to me no that's true well yeah I mean I but you don't know just because it means to as a fan you don't know if you would like that job oh that's true you know um it's interesting because some guys just don't want to recruit some coaches just don't. I don't think I would. I would enjoy, enjoy recruiting. recruiting. Huh? No, I would not enjoy recruiting no. at all, and I would be bad at it. Oh God, I got to call this fourteen-year-old again. You know, that's what it is now. They're fourteen, yeah. fifteen. <laughs> I mean, have you seen that baby Gronk thing? Uh-uh. Google baby Gronk. Of uh, some ten-year-old kid, his dad's training him to be the next Rob Gronkowski, and I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a joke or whatever. I haven't looked at it, but I've seen threads on social media where people are ripping the father so i don't know how true this thing is but you'll get to there's a picture of this kid it looked like he has an earring in his head he's 10 (laughs) baby gronk's cringe barstool sports interview yeah i'm not are you i'm not a barstool sports fan not really at at all i haven't i haven't seen much of them that's been very interesting to me you follow the barstool iowa thing i don't uh not really no i don't i've i see it every once it in a while like it's a lot he of... said fourth grade yeah well that's what usually you what gotta ten start year, recruiting early what, now that's usually what 10 year olds do they go to fourth grade what do they <sighs> jesus i figured baby you... gronk's dad feeds son answers in cringeworthy interview <laughs> <laughs> cringeworthy Father of Baby Gronk forces his 10-year-old son. He's going to be fascinated by Baby Gronk. I think we're going to start hearing. Well, this is just ridiculous. You're going to love. Is it true or is it a gimmick? It is true. No, though, it's right? true. A father is like overzealous and ra- he yeah. thinks he's got some super talent as a 10-year-old. I mean, how do you know what the kid's going to be at 18? Well, he could top out I remember 10. as a little kid, like eight and nine-year-olds who were huge and 
could beat you and everything. And then they, then they didn't grow. They, they peak some at of them a, didn't even age play 12. High, some of them didn't make it to high school sports. Right. Yeah. That's just the way it is sometimes. And other ones who were slow in developing, didn't really have an interest in sports, by their senior year, they're getting ready to go play college ball somewhere. Like, okay, Michael Jordan didn't make the team his sophomore, sophomore year, right? Year. Yeah. I mean, that's And he was 5'9". Yeah. And then that summer, he grew to 6'2 or 6'3", and that changed everything. You, re- you hear that a lot. De- that was big with Dennis Rodman. I mean, you did the Bill Walton documentary. Uh-huh. He gained, he grew seven inches in three months. The response is his dad feeds him are cringe-worthy. Uh, clearly, the dad is in it for himself. The whole thing's embarrassing. In Feel what, sorry though? for I the mean, kid. Well, Fox Sports NFC South reporter Greg Allman. Greg uh, Allman. Echo, hey. Allman. Uh, echoed the sentiment, uh, tweeting, I don't want to read any more stories about baby Gronk. No (laughs) interviews. I don't want reaction. Not even understandable criticism. His dad wants attention. The kid doesn't need it. I'm ignoring this beyond this tweet and don't want to add to the fire. But what is the what is baby? Is he bigger than most ten year olds? Do not he, is, really. Is there a reason why he's the dad a little, is? I mean, is he lifting weights and eating like wheat germ? And well, doing, he's lift. Yeah, the dad's got him doing all that. A little that early crap. to be lifting weights. Yeah, you know. Yeah, even See, weight, even weight lifting. Well, if he can't make his own answers, if he's got to be fed him, it's a little too okay, early. Okay, so you, what do you like more, baby Gronk or the smoking baby? Remember the smoking baby? Yes. Well, that was a it was a baby that Letterman smoked. loved that. It was a baby that smoked. Yeah. Yeah. What well, was it in this country? But he was in diapers. <laughs> yeah. They showed him sitting in diapers smoking a cigarette. Do we have a call? Yes. Yeah, but we're discussing important stuff. He's, he's, he's impatient. With the he's like, man, Jesus I wish Christ. that Bowen interview was still going on. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, no, baby Gronk, it's the real deal. He actually has, a, and you'll laugh, but you can look it up, but a, a verbal from uh, Arizona. Oh, that's just oh, Jesus Christ. Seriously, yeah, and then he's going to have some NIL stuff. What if he doesn't gr- – <laughs> you mean he's got, a, he's got a verbal scholarship offer from Arizona? Correct, 100%. But he's 10. <laughs> I mean, what if he doesn't grow? Or, well, then he's not going to get a scholarship. It's a verbal. Well, yeah, but it doesn't matter anymore. But he's I mean, getting you, have, and it, you get 20, play, 20 players on a team, 10 scholarships, and you could have every every player have their school paid for, you know? Okay. I know, but what are they basing the offer on? Uh, he's he's bombing 60-yard passes. He's he's amazing. He really is. Watch some videos on him. It's uh, it's crazy. So he's and it's is not he a, just his dad pushing him by any means. Is he a tight end or a quarterback? It, what position is he? Uh, he, he can honestly do it all. I'm not even kidding you. But you're watching him do it all against, like, what, other eight, nine, ten-year-olds? No, he's going up against high schoolers, you know, just in practice mode and that kind of stuff. But he's not but doing yeah, tackling he's, uh, stuff against high schoolers. He's not being tackled. He's not as fast, not as strong, no. <laughs> being but. tackled. He's not being tackled by 18-year-old high school kids. I mean, seriously, this is, all right, no, I'm not, this is disturbing. This is more disturbing than I thought. Look at him, though. Shooter. He's, he's, I'm sorry. Get out there. Three percent body fat. Hey, Timmy, turn off Clifford. You gotta, you gotta go play football. Turn Clifford the Red Dog well, off. You put a ten-year-old out there to get tackled. <laughs> that's ridiculous. All right. That's. Well, we pre- that's no, I appreciate abuse. the. Thank I mean, you. I appreciate he kind of answered some of the okay. questions I was. He kind of explained to us what about this kid. Baby Gronk has one real college football scholarship offer. The 10-year-old social media sensation 
received a major uptick uptick in notoriety. He participated in a viral YouTube video with LSU gymnast Olivia Dunn and his father uh, told all in an interview with uh, Ari Wasserman from The Athletic. You've Um, already reached out to Brad, haven't you, to try to start (laughs) raising some money for this kid? He's got a real offer uh, from Arizona, a verbal offer. That's what the caller gathered. The caller already had this caller. Obviously no, he can't. F- he can't formally commit until he's until he's in seventh grade. Well, and he can't sign for almost, <laughs> almost a decade. Right? People are going to offer the of his senior year yeah. offer in the Power Five when he gets to seventh grade. What if he just stops growing though? I mean, what if he only grows to like five eleven? Or I don't, I don't know. Then how he's big. not going to have any scholarships. This is the probably. strangest thing I've ever heard. And you're loving it. You love oh, baby yeah. girl. Should we try to get him See, on? This is all social media BS. It is. You know, <laughs> Olivia Dunn, I mean, she's a pretty girl. She likes to get naked on the internet. I've never heard of her. And him. she's an LSU gymnast, and she's the number one NIL college Is she a really good person. gymnast? Uh, she's good. But she's not like the best. No, she's not Simone Biles. But she does naked stuff on? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And you LSU seen it? doesn't care? I have not seen it. Okay. LSU doesn't care that she does naked stuff like that? Uh, she's, no. Wow. Yeah. Probably encourage it. Hopefully she doesn't do naked stuff in front of Baby Gronk. He's only 10. <laughs> Baby Gronk. Baby Gronk's getting more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Gronk. Baby He's Gronk's got, got better NIL. chances than I do. He's got it. <laughs> NIL. Name, image, and likeness. What the hell? I thought you would like Baby This Gronk. is everything that's wrong with yes. the sports. It really is. It really is. No, it's, it really it's is. It's funny, but it's also kind of sad. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's more than funny. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I mean, it is. I mean, I'm laughing, visualizing, you know, him going up and getting tackling. By a high school kid. Well, but I mean, that would be. Ben Keeter. You imagine <laughs> Ben Keeter tackling Baby Gronk? <laughs> Take that, you little But NFL. obviously there is something physically well, gifted about this kid to where the dad's okay. seeing this stuff. It's not just, I mean, Take this, that, you little okay, SOB. But, but until the kid can come up with his own answers, he may be physically this, and he's going to be great and everything. But we don't but know. But he's not mature enough no. to come up with his own answers. And it doesn't, he's not mature enough to be put in this position. But in Arizona's, I would love to, if I'm their AD, I'm asking the football coach, why? Why are no, we doing? We're not this? doing the baby shark song. Why are we doing? Don't I just think that's not a good. I mean, you imagine no, Kirk Ferentz. You imagine Kirk Ferentz doing that? No. They're I may singing baby Gronk in the chat room. <laughs> but see, we couldn't ask. Kirk couldn't technically comment on baby Gronk because he's a prospective recruit. That's right. He has not signed a letter of intent, so Kirk could not comment on baby Gronk. Well, I think Kirk would eight more years. say, "What the hell are you talking yes. about?" Yeah. Yeah, I'm stunned that Arizona offered him a scholarship. Hello. And they, it's supposed to be serious, legitimate. It won't even be the same coaching staff when the kid makes it there. Uh, that's no. a good point. Good, yeah, that's a real good yeah. Well, I guess it could be, but probably not. Yeah. Probably no, not. That's a good point. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's on Fox Sports. It's on the Athlon. It's, I mean, yeah, it's it's real. I mean, this kid's years away from zits. So yeah. what's his Who's real that? name? I think they probably changed it to Baby Ground legally. When do you start getting zits? 12, 13? Yeah. He's not even there yet. Yeah, baby Gronk. Yeah, the photo I saw him, though, it looked like he had his head was kind of shaved. And- Madden uh, San, uh, San Miguel. 
Madden San Miguel. Yeah. What's his name? Madden. Like John Madden? 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 Yeah. Madden I wonder if he's San named Miguel. Madden. Maybe his dad's. But he's I just assume he played by tight ends if they call him Jake Baby San Miguel, the way the Kardashians uh, are promoted. But yeah, it's just. I, <laughs> It's just not it. I mean, we can joke about it, but it is kind of yeah, sad. It's ridiculous. Well, it's not, it's not right. It's I'm trying to think of what I was doing at 10. I mean, it's, a, it's kind of, you know. To me, to me, probably not legally or anything like that, but to me, uh, it's Child abusive. abuse? I think it's exploitive. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know well, if so would you call that child abuse? I would. I would, but, you know, I, I, legally probably okay, not. Okay, but the next question then is how different is that than having a 10-year-old child actor? I don't think it is any different. Yeah, good point. Well, a lot has been said about, you know, how bad uh, a lot of 10-year-old oh, child actors sure, end sure. up. Oh, for sure. Well, look fact, how a lot of, a lot of the lives end up. Yeah, well, no, exactly. Uh, Paul Peterson, who was on Donna Reed. Did, did uh, he have trouble? He didn't have trouble. Uh, but most but, of them do, But though. he helps those. He's do, got okay. a thing called a minor consideration. I mean... And uh, his uh, group deals with that. It was formed after uh, Rusty Hamer, who uh, starred on the Danny Thomas yeah. show. He had trouble? He, Yeah, real bad. Well, there's a lot. He couldn't accept... And, I mean, Danny Thomas and that cast tried to help him. But he was just, you know, he got out of... That show, he was in all of Danny Thomas's shows. Uh, you could go down the list, though. And yeah. then he ended yeah. up being a cook down south, a fry cook. Name some of them. And committed suicide. Well, well Whitey from Leave It to Beaver, that he ended up. Dana Plato. Killed Dana Plato, son. of course, was kind of the cover yeah. girl for this. The girl from Family Affair, Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had a sad tragedy. Terrible. Trip. Yeah. But no, the Whitey from Leave It to Beaver, Samuel Fafala, I believe. Yeah. He got close to some bands there in the sixties and developed a big drug habit and he died. No, it's really it's no, really it's, Oh, Adam Rich from Eight Is Enough. Yeah. yeah. He had trouble. No, you could go on there's a, a there's ton, a of, ton them. of them. Yeah. No, they yeah. all don't. Ron Howard, look at him. Mackenzie Phillips. No, there yeah, was people well, that's more than yeah, it, but I mean, I don't yeah. think. Just, but she's still on that list. But she oh, is yeah. on that list. Yeah. No, it's a long list. No, it is. And there are, you know, Jerry Mathers, Tony Dow. They managed to. Oh yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot that, to make it. That have been fine. Todd Bridges, but you can name it. He's, he's had some problems. He's, but had he's a turned lot of his life around. Problems, yeah. but he's turned. Uh, yeah, yeah, those problems were years ago. But no, he yeah. had major problems. Yeah, for a while. And yeah, and Gary Coleman. Yeah, right. Gary, big problem. Um, you know, I mean, he's dead, isn't he, Gary Coleman? Yeah, he died. Is Emmanuel Lewis dead? No. No, he didn't. Did he have problems? Uh, no. Okay. So yeah, no, no, you I, know who took care of him? Uh, I, Alex. Alex Karras. Karras. But I thought you'd find some humor. You got to try to find some humor in Baby. Oh, Boy. I think it's just absolutely. You what know, if his dad wanted to come on the show? Would you let him on? No. Uh, my guess is you would get into a fight with his dad. I've seen a video. His dad looks pretty. Sure of himself uh, and pretty like, hey, I know what I'm talking I'm about. Not and he looks like he really enjoys the attention. Okay, I, for a moment, I'm visualizing this kid getting tackling, and it is a, it's a stupid. I'm just trying visual, to picture a ten year old like just pumping weights and but, just yeah, that's, leaving it all out there. That and, to me is abusive. 
Yeah. I mean, it really is. When you I mean, get... growing up, we couldn't play tackle football until sixth grade. That was the earliest. Twelve years old is usually when you. Well, it sinks. I have a uh, a long trigger, and first I'm reading about this, and I'm going, "This is the most ridiculous," and it's funny. And then I'm thinking about it more and more, and then you you kick into reality, and you do. You have a ten year old kid that can't come up with his. He's not mature enough yet. Not his fault. He might be very intelligent. But he's ten years old and he can't come up with the right answers that Daddy wants him to Well, then to, of course you say. worry about burnout too. I mean, burnout is something yeah, that sure. impacts well, a lot of people. Look at the look at all the tennis players. Sure. That Jennifer you know, Capriotti. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. I mean, everyone was ripping Richard Williams for the way he raised his girls, but yeah. it sure worked. Well, Tiger sure Woods uh, had a lot of problems. Uh, and a lot of problems with relationships. You know, this kid, uh, Tiger, when he was a kid, he was three years old. He was on the Johnny yeah, Carson I, show. Yeah, and Mike Douglas. Mike Douglas was his first appearance at three. I remember him you out know, there. Golfing. I remember watching the – I don't remember the Mike Douglas one, but I do remember the Johnny Carson one. Yeah. He was like seven, yeah. I think, when he went on there, and he's out there with his – and wow. Yeah, and then, I mean, yeah, so – and he got screwed up with relationships because he really didn't have a solid relationship. The thing is, though, he went to Stanford. Was on. He had a chance to be somewhat normal, and a lot of people have said his dad pushed him too much. I mean, sometimes even if you have a lot of stuff working right around you, sometimes you still screw up. But he was never normal per se. Well, he was never normal per se because he was so good. He had such a gift early. Well, that's it. They recognized that. But I still look at his a little different than this thing. Michael Jackson. Uh, then that's baby Gronk thing. I mean, Tiger was going out and playing golf and winning tournaments. Legit- I mean, I don't think baby Gronk's going to be playing against high school kids this fall at 10. Football. No. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, if that no. caller would. Yeah. I mean, there's no way they would allow a 10-year-old in fourth grade. You can't. You can't play high school football. So who, so what's he going to go out and just, uh, just... Well, then that's just such a ridiculous... I don't even know if you can play tackle football. This is anymore. Arizona trying no, in, to in get... Florida and places... Yes, Arizona trying to get in on the... Uh, yeah. NIL, well, some of these social states, you, media Some crap. of these states you can play tackle football like in second and third grade. So maybe he lives in... A, what's he, If he's that good, is he just going to annihilate the 9 and 10-year-olds with him? You know? <laughs> it's just... It's insane. It, hello? Um, another name, and also burnout quickly... It was highly recruited. It was Todd Marinovich. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Robo For quarterback. Sure. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. Sounds, that's what this sort of sounds like. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, good one. Todd Marinovich. Yeah. yeah. And his life got ruined by drugs, and his dad was just pushed. His dad, a former, I believe he was a former NFL player, or just pushed him way too far, and just that was just burnout. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully this doesn't turn out to this. The thing is, though, Todd Marinovich did grow to 6'4", and did turn into a – we don't know if this kid's going to do that. No. We just don't know that. I mean, like I said, there's so many cases. You don't of, know what any 10-year-olds are going to do. If you look, like if you look at the Little League World Series, you know, and you know, there's always the big 12-year-old pitcher. I remember the, I think it was ESPN, did, a, did a, a look back at like five of those 12-year-old pitchers that were just phenoms, bigger. And, and like three of them fizzled. They didn't even make it all the way. All the way, they didn't play college baseball or anything. They did okay, but they just because they were a phenom at twelve didn't mean they were going to be a phenom no, at eighteen. Of course not. It's just no. that's that's the big thing here. There Plus, was a documentary, and I I think it was on CBS Sports. Uh, it may have been on sixty Minutes, but 
where they went to see these kids playing Little League and how great they were, and they followed them through the years. And a lot of them said because their parents pushed them, they could have been great ball players. They had everything to be, uh, you know, a great. But sometimes ball it just doesn't happen. And yeah, but they said they got so sick of it with their parents pushing them. I mean, there's, there's oh. one guy I saw. They followed him for ten years, and he just said, "I just got. I hate the game." Yeah, I used to love and the game, and I hate the game. Yeah, thank God I didn't have parents like that. Yeah. They love sports. They gave us every opportunity to play sports. We played sports, but I never felt pressured to do anything. Never. My dad, even though my dad was a teacher, he coached, he never put pressure on us to do. If we wouldn't, didn't want to do something, he, we did, he didn't pressure us. And to me, that's what you got to do. Yeah. You give them every opportunity to compete and have fun. But if they don't want to, I mean, that's – but, yeah, no – Baby Gronk, from Ryan Bowen to Baby Gronk, man, we just killed thirty-five minutes. What do you think of that? <laughs> Friday, you're just here, here to kill. We got man. Iowa. We have um, <laughs> we have um, Iowa football players next Wednesday. They're making players available. They said select players. They didn't say who it would be, and um, and it'll be interesting because, like I said, um, we haven't talked to any of the players since April. But God, it's hard to believe we're 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 halfway through June. Yeah. They just sent out an email, the Big Ten Media Days, the 26th of July. About a little over five weeks. Yeah, and I know some of my colleagues probably saw that and were, yes. And I, I just, that's, like I said, I'm with Kirk, man. Kirk and I agree, are in full agreement on the Big Ten Media Days, man. It's just ridiculous. But you got to go. I get it. You got to do it. I think, Kate, I think you should go. I think you should send Lang and Hunter to a Big Ten Media Day. Let them do a live remote there. Yeah. When I do that. What do you think of that, Tom? I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea, Captain. How much would that cost? Um, well, we don't stay at the media. You could get your room at the media toll for like two fifty, and then feed feed Lang and you could do that whole trip for. No, they're bucks. they're staying at the Knights Inn or Hotel Six. You Motel at, Six. You got them at Gary, Indiana, no, in a hotel. Not even Motel Six. Motel Five. What <laughs> less? But um, there's not near as many. Maybe ra- a Gronk. Is not really appreciated by Gronk. Oh, the, does he think it's ridiculous? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. That is what he should say. And we still don't know what position the kid plays. I mean, I... But my guess is he hasn't... Pl- I, I don't even know if he's played organized football. The whole thing's just really strange. Well, how organized <coughs> are 8, 9, and 10-year-old football? Well... You'd be surprised, Tom, down in Florida. No, probably. Down in Florida, they're pretty organized. I probably would be surprised. There was a documentary about uh, tackle football down in Dade County, South Florida, and, man, they're serious about it down there, and they're good. Well, that's why Florida is one of the best states for producing Division One football players. Well, there's a younger Gronkowski that uh, he would rather they call baby Gronk. There's what? Yeah. Uh, so Gronk, Gronk has got a kid? Or a younger brother. Yeah. I don't know. It's so... It is abusive, I, I believe. It's abusive and it's bizarre. It's just... But it's what, like Tom said, it's social media, it's attention. It is. Yeah. And yeah. social media... And is, okay, but Arizona, I don't like it, yeah. but it's our world. Oh, okay. and it's not going away. And no, you can not. understand the father wanting attention and all this crap. I, okay. It's not right. I'm not saying... But Arizona... 
Why would Arizona join in? No, no, that's to me, they're the ones that are most at fault. It's ridiculous. I don't even know who their head coach is right now. Hello. (laughs) Good morning. Yeah, Captain. Michael Mara's son, Mike, is he 10? He's playing uh, tackle football. He's playing football. And Mike is talking about him going to football camp right now. Can you believe that? And and it's 90-whatever degrees in it, and a kid's playing tackle football? What state does O'Mara live in? Florida. Florida. Okay, yeah, Florida, Florida. They have tackle football. Fort Myers. Yeah, I think it starts in like second grade down there. Yeah. Tackle football. They show these little kids wearing but, these big helmets. But O'Mara isn't pushing him that he's going to be in the NFL. No, 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 no. He's fact, not. He's, he's, he's and, hoping this is a. He's hoping this is a phase. Is yeah, he, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't like it, and he's not going after an NIL. <laughs> Yet so. Yet, so and uh, Ryan Ryan Bowman and he Ryan Bowman is a, just an excellent excellent person. He is a fantastic guy. Oh, he was such a good hot guy. He's a great guy. I'm glad you guys interviewed him. Yeah, I'm Ryan so Bowman's great. Yep, yeah. he is. No, appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks. I did a baseball game when I was doing play by play down in Fort Madison, and he was pitching. And boy, he could throw hard, man. But he he had some control issues. Yeah, well, yeah, but he, he threw hard, man. But basketball, baseball, and but like I said, he first kind of burst on the scene because he made the state tournament in tennis, and he was six nine. And I remember the register writing a story about how. Um, and after he had committed to Iowa basketball, I believe he made it to state again in tennis. And I, that's when I first started reading about him was watching him. And I covered, I covered. I was working at the register one time, and I covered the state tournament when he was playing. He was playing. Um, I believe it was doubles, and he was he was good. He could he could move, for, but he was just so much taller than everybody. Arizona veteran NFL and college coach Jed Fish was hired as the head coach at Arizona on December twenty third, two thousand twenty. Um, so yeah, I believe he's still, Jed, Jed Fish. Fish. Never heard of him. Hello. Never heard of him. Hey, I know you guys are talking sports, but real quick, there's a crash on three eighty at exit thirteen. It's backing up traffic on the southbound side, all the way back to you. All like 33rd Avenue. Wow. Just letting well, you know. Okay, well, no, right. thank you. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. That is backed up a little bit. Wow, that is. Wow. That, that's backed up for miles. So yeah. try to avoid that if you can. I mean, that's just with all the construction and stuff We've out there. We've had a lot of accidents the last couple of days. Yeah. Especially in Cedar Rapids. Really? Yeah, it's confusing. The. Uh, Construction. Well, there's a lot of construction. Oh, our street is is the entrance to our street is completely torn up. They're running water lines. Right I mean, Rochester. I have not crazy. driven. I haven't driven on Rochester between Ray's Gas and Sip, and where Tyler lives in two years. I, you can't. You can't. I mean, you haven't been able. To, and and there was a while a couple of years ago where you could drive, but remember it was like going through an obstacle yeah. course. They had all the cones. It's been like that for three years, and I I understand. It's we're probably going to be another we're, year. We're too. not complaining. It's just frustrating. No. I mean, they're they're working as fast as they can. There's just, but well, the thing down on American Legion Road too, by the new school that was uh-huh. built. Uh, that's been un, there's yeah. been construction there for four or Is five years. Is that still going on? It's there's still some stuff going on. Then if you get off on. The Coralville First Avenue Strip. It's a it's cluster. a cluster up there, down by what's that grocery Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're not careful there, man, it's no, it's lot, confusing. It really is. Yeah, it's amazing how much I I used to I moved over to the east side of Iowa City in 2000, 2007, So, but I used to live right over there. You know those big white gas. Those yes. Big white, I used yes. to live not far from there. It's amazing how much different it is now. But it has been 16 years now. Like well, it's God. been amazing just since we've been back here for 
what, six years? No, we came oh, back in uh, 2015. So, oh my God. Seven years. Eight, 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 eight years. Year eight. eight years. <laughs> so we've been back here longer yeah. than we were in Coralville. But yeah. just think of how much it's changed yeah. since we went to Coralville. Oh, yeah, no, it's yeah, I unbelievable. Can't. How I much don't... different is the river landing down there? Oh, it's completely yeah. different. Now, yeah. is Vesta still there? Yes. Vesta's still there, but, uh, I mean, you've got the arena. Yeah, that was uh, You've got a bunch of restaurants. So uh, do they, is that taco place still there? Yeah, Fuzzy's. So it's still there? Yeah. yeah. And, and then what's that? Is that 30 Hop? There's a couple others. 30 Hop is there. It's still there, too? There. Okay. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get down there as much as I used to, but I used to go to that taco place every once in a while, but right now there's just so much construction. Yeah. The last time I was down there, we still have a parking, uh, parking spaces behind do we? So what are, they gonna, what are they going to do with the Canterbury Inn, that land? It's gone. I know, but what are they going to? Uh, they're, it's not, I it's don't know. It's going to be another mixed-use thing. Yeah, it? but. So I another mean, multifaceted yeah, building probably, with offices? Yeah. yeah, but okay, so they put, the way I understood it on the Strip, they're going to take uh, from uh, from Walgreens on down or something like that and build but somebody put a furniture store in, in one of the buildings. On the on the strip, First yeah. Avenue. Yeah, I know. There's that dwell thing right next to. Actually, that dwell yeah. uh, it doesn't That's by look, Applebee's doesn't look like much. It is huge. Well, they've been advertising a lot on TV. I'm actually gonna. I gotta go out. It's absolutely huge. Gonna, I mean, it's pricey stuff. I'm doing that this week, and I'm gonna go out and look for some. I need to get a new dab, new couch. Well, you're not gonna believe how big that place is. How expensive is Dwell? It, it real? Yeah. Is, do they have any mid-level stuff, or is it all just outrageous? No, I would say not. No. Because to me, something like a couch. But it's really good stuff. No, I know, but I don't need the best couch. I just need a. Because stuff like that comes in different levels. When you say you got mm-hmm. really cheap, mid-level, very expensive. I would like to be more mid-level, but we'll see. I mean, you've got Dwell. What else? You've got, of course, Slumberland, where I can go. Who else has furniture in this town? That might be Well, this about new it. place, but I don't know anything about it. So you're telling me Dwell and Slumberland are about well, it? Well, I can't think of any other because it... This is called Angel. Angel? Yeah. What a weird name for a furniture store. Where is it? God damn. Uh, you were just talking well, about it. Well, it's the... by the uh, Mediterranean place. Okay. Well, I'll probably start at Slumberland because that's right. I, I bought... thought they were going to tear down. You mean the uh, the Mediterranean buffet? Yeah. Oh. So you think I could get a decent couch at Dwell for $2,500? Uh, maybe. That's a lot. 2500 for, I mean... I have, like I said, I've really never no, yeah, purchased could, furniture. That would be most of the furniture I have is has been given to me by family. I've never really purchased furniture. Yeah, you but, you could could get, but now I have to get a new. My but cat. it's not near their top. Oh no, my no, I wouldn't need their best. Yeah. But my sister told me the last time she said my couch is disgusting. The couch in my living room, she said it's disgusting. Does it have any teeth in it? It doesn't have any teeth in it. She wouldn't even sit on it though. <laughs> said it was disgusting, and she said I was disgusting. And she said I needed to get a new couch, so I'm going to get a new couch. And she said my one of my chairs was gross too. What? <laughs> she was just speaking her mind. She's me. But um, all right, back to the Hawks. Um, so, um, you did try to reach out to Brad. I I did. Um, when you brought up the Sam Honar thing, I did some research, and 
his situation is interesting in that you get 11.7 scholarships for baseball. They've got more players coming in that have been it's, – it's, they're just at a scholarship limitation, and he's one of the guys they're trying to figure out a way to get NIL money to supplement his scholarship. They feel pretty confident that's going to happen. He doesn't want to leave. Yeah. He, he entered the portal to keep his options open in case the money stuff doesn't work out at Iowa. He'll, it'll be easier for him to move. Well, that's that makes, what I've been told by a very sense. good source. So we'll see. This isn't a matter of him being disgruntled or whatever, and they want him back. But like I said, baseball gets 11.7 scholarships max, and they're that is to be distributed amongst 27 players. That's, that's not ridiculous. That's not easy to do. Yeah, I think baseball deserves more scholarships. I do, too. I really do. That is one sport that I think deserves more scholarships because it takes so many baseball players to make a team go. But the thing is, though, if you add five to six scholarships for baseball, where do you add them in women? Do you put more in rowing? I guess you could give more softball. I'm not sure. Well, rowing, don't they have like 30 scholarships? Yeah, rowing doesn't need any more. No. No, rowing was was put into offset Uh, football. Of course. Which I get it. The Iowa Supreme Court has ruled against uh, Governor Reynolds keeping abortion access legal up to 20 weeks. Mason, did that just come out? Yes. Hawk fanatic, get a little political. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so a, we got a call. A bulletin. People have been waiting for that. Yeah. Are we going to talk about it now and how it relates to the Hawks? How will that decision impact uh, Hawkeye Well, football? we could uh, do the analogy of the offense, and, <laughs> but I won't. No. <laughs> no, we probably don't want to go there. <laughs> Hello? I don't want to go there. You know, if you had to give a percentage, what's what's the chance that uh, Keegan and and uh, the Murray brothers are, are playing on the same team next year? Slim. I would say since there's what thirty one team, it's slim. Yeah, slim. I mean, it's a lot easier to pick the field when it's like a uh, one sure. in thirty one yeah. chance. I mean, we well, never say never. I've seen some projections where it's a Baskin Robbins thing. Yeah, thirty one, and, and they could play together because they do have different styles, what have you. But yeah, no, I'm with Tom. Pretty slim. And just on, on a funny note, I went to a family reunion on my wife's side in Nebraska last weekend, and I picked up a couple growlers of the Swarm beer in, in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, uh, and a lot of the family were drinking it. And then later I told them, thank you for contributing to the University of Iowa's NIL. So they were real, a little upset about that. Did they like the beer? Uh, they did, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to get my first yeah. taste of it today. Power uh, uh, At... Uh, Place on the Iowa Riverland, Iowa Athletic Club, or something like that. Okay, excellent. On the River Landing. I want you to have no fewer than seven. Well, I ain't going to have that, but I'll have several. Going to slam them? Uh, What you should do is use them as chasers as you do shots of scotch with your buddies. Sure. Wouldn't that be cool, Captain? (laughs) Yeah. Man, look at Suter. He's just done seven shots of scotch. Yeah, well, Suter's driving, so there ain't going to be any shots. So Ann's not going to be there with you? She is going to be there with me. Oh, but you're driving. So she could do the shots, and you could be the designated driver. not going to. Okay, all right. We don't do shots. (laughs) He just has That's something you, that twenty-year-olds you know, do. Honestly, God, I've never he, done shots. I like other people doing. Oh, shots. I have done those. I've I'll done make a no few, mistake, but I've but never. I think sh- I've never enjoyed. Sh- Does anybody enjoy shots? Really? Yeah. You know? Do you really enjoy shots? I used to. Yeah, I never I, did. Fifty years ago. Yeah, I never. Even when I was eighteen, I never really enjoyed shots. Did you enjoy playing quarters? Nah. I can't believe as germy as I am. I really? used to play quarters. There's nothing filthier than playing quarters. Well, that's think true. about it. Hello. Hello. 
I thought I'd throw in one good thing about the Cubs. They swept the Pirates. Who All doesn't? Right. Yeah, go Cubs. They're on a roll. They're, they're and on a on roll. On the other hand, the poor White Sox, the Dodgers got them. That's Tommy Lang's Chicago White Sox, to be specific. Yeah, and they, had, they were ahead four to nothing last night, and then the Dodgers hit a grand slam, tied them up, and then beat them in the 11th inning. Well, there you go. Okay. Go Cubs. This Cub report <laughs> brought to you by Karen. Yeah. But anyway, you had a good, uh, your uh, interview with uh, uh, Ryan was really good. Oh, thanks. Oh, good. It. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I enjoyed okay. it. Wish we could have him on longer, All but right. he's busy. Well, you guys have a good day. Thanks, right. Karen. You too. Bye. Should we take a break? Yeah. I'm going to wet my whistle. We'll be right back. I got a hey. frog in my throat. Oh, that was. Better get okay. him out. 1-800-800-ROSE 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country 1-800-800-ROSE It's so easy, just remember one number 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist 1-800-800-ROSE Remember... For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. The weather's warmer and there's no better time than now to get out and take on adventure with Kettleson RV Hiawatha. Come see the savings. Brand new floor plans and attractive used RVs. You won't believe the big deals. Savings on a Forest River Ozark, 1620BH, only $16,995. Or even bigger discounts on the Grand Design Imagine 2400BH or Solitude 310GK. Before you hit the road to big adventure, make your first stop Kettleson RV in Hiawatha. Just off 380 Boyson Road exit. More traveling families start out from Kettleson RV. All right. GT Car, owner of Supel's Building and Remodeling, has been offering unmatched service and quality for over 25 years. The trained professionals at Supel's Building and Remodeling will install and guarantee the products used in any job, no matter how big or small. They also stand behind their work and offer no-nonsense, exceptional customer service, from design to completion and beyond. Whether it's a simple window replacement or a major house addition, you'll have the confidence that Suples Building and Remodeling is committed to quality. Visit Suples.net or call them today at 319-337-2246. Hey, Iowa, we want your trade-ins. It's that simple. Sedans, coupes, SUVs, vans, trucks. We want them all. At Gary Ford in Iowa City. If you don't need it, don't want it, can't afford it, we'll pay top market value for your trade. If you've got a trade, you've got a deal. 0% financing available, plus huge discounts on over 60 new vehicles in stock. So bring us your trade in. We want them all. Deary Ford in Iowa City. Hurry in or shop online at DearyFord.com. 
Bumps Restaurant, located at Finkbine Golf Course off Melrose Avenue in Iowa City, is your pre-game and post-game destination for all Iowa sporting events. Bumps Restaurant is a unique experience that features perfectly cooked juicy half-pound certified Angus burgers, hickory-smoked barbecue meats, a variety of fresh salads, and creative appetizers. Food is more than just food. It's a celebration, like a Hawkeye victory. Present your University of Iowa sporting event ticket from that day's event and receive 5% off. Bumps Restaurant offers delivery through DoorDash, live music Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m., and 35 unique craft beers. Lunch and dinner is served from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday and Sunday brunch from 10 to 2. Full menu options, reservations, and private event information are online at finkbine.com. Make it Bump's Restaurant, barbecue, burgers, and beer. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog, an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting events. Dear U of I, just a note to let you know, if you're ever thinking about selling Kinnick Stadium or Carver Hawkeye Arena, please consider Hawkeye Title and Settlement. We're here to provide efficient, high-quality real estate title and closing services. Signed, Hawkeye Fan Forever, and send. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Whether it's a large commercial property or if you're buying your first home, remember, we're here to help. Hawkeye Title and Settlement Services of Iowa City. You'll love our team just like you love the Hawks. 
Are you tired of living in a home that doesn't quite meet your needs? Then it's time to call the experts at Streets Maintenance. Their team of skilled professionals specializes in renovations and remodeling, transforming your home into the space you've always dreamed of. From kitchen bath remodels to complete home renovations, no job is too big or too small. Streets Maintenance will work with you every step of the way to ensure your vision becomes a reality. So don't wait any longer. Call Streets Maintenance to schedule your consultation at 400-4483. Let's start building your dream home today. The Oxyoke Inn Sunday Brunch is back. Still offering so many choices of fresh entrees, homemade salads, waffles, egg choices, pastries, three tiers of desserts, make your own Bloody Marys, and much more. Serve nine until one, such a great value. See you this Sunday. Oxyokin, where you'll always leave happy. The Oxyokin. From the Hurting and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurting and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making KCJJ Weather, I'm Corey Hartman. For today, mostly sunny. We'll see a high near 79, partly cloudy tonight, 56, mostly sunny with a high near 85 on your Saturday. Some scattered showers and thunderstorms Saturday night, a low of 63. More showers and thunderstorms for Sunday. We'll see a high of 85. For Monday, mostly sunny, a high around 88. For Tuesday, sunshine and warm with highs in the low 90s. That's weather from Severe Studios on KCJJ. Right now, it's 62. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. More, uh, yeah, it's delicious. More breaking news on uh, Hawk Fanatic. Fuzzy's Taco Shop is permanently closed. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, okay, when I, did that happen? I had heard that, but I, I of course, didn't know well, for the sure. Well, the chat room tipped me off, and then I that's went why to I asked. Google. Yeah. And I'm looking at their reviews, and they get all good reviews. Oh, it was okay. I liked it. So yeah. did it not open from COVID? Did it never reopen? I don't know. I have no idea. I used to go there some. Yeah. I've ne- I never, never ate there. there. Um, but it wasn't open when you guys were out there, was it? No. Didn't it open no. up after you moved out? No. Okay. Because there weren't a lot of eating places out there back then, were there? When we were there, it was, it was Konomi Vesta? and Vesta. And then wasn't 30 Hop? Was it there? No. It wasn't there no. either? No. Okay. No. It was a come and go. Got a hot dog and come we go on occasion. Hello. Hey, this is Jim from the old Neelios. How you doing? Hey, Jim. Good. How are you? Oh, doing wonderful. Retirement's great. <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> hey, Tom, can you do me a favor? Maybe. Uh, move your laptop just a little bit. It's uh, the bright lights killing the camera. Oh, just close the uh, no. No, no, no. That that one close the uh, the shades. Okay. That's that's what's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be better. Is that better? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, I just realized that nothing seems bright to me. It's, I just realized I'm still wearing my sunglasses. It, it gets bright in here sometimes. So obviously that person was watching the show. Yes. I miss Melios. 
I do too. I, I really too. do. I used to go there a lot. Well, we ate at Subway last night because Melio's isn't there. Okay, and I uh, eat Subway a lot, but it's just tasteless. Here's uh, Marco's grilled cheese update for yes. uh, First Avenue. I, the ladder moved one foot over when I walked by. They are waiting for uh, an exhaust uh, fan apparatus to be put in. For six months? Eight months. Yeah. I mean, Melio shut down in October. They had, yeah, they couldn't uh, cook in there. Well, what about Coralville? Uh, Coralville, I think, just opened. Uh. Why is it taking eight months to get an exhaust? I don't know. You'd have to ask them, but that's what they're. Uh, yeah, because like I said, I walk by there a lot, and there's nothing. There's just there, there's a ladder that's been sitting in there for five yeah. months, yeah. but there has been no progress. Marcos. Well, I mean, when it was Melios, they didn't cook anything. No, they didn't. They baked, but not cook. They baked yeah. bread. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think now like Subway has, but they. Yeah, they're open in Coralville because uh, they're showing a picture of their uh, first customers. I mean, oh, Subway's got the oven, of course. And what'd you get? I got uh, Subway Club on wheat. So you Whoa. didn't get one of the new no. menu item things, like the new 22 new sandwiches or uh-uh. whatever? Okay. Yeah, I eat Subway a lot. There's just times where I eat it, and I think I'm doing it more for the health, because a lot of times it is just tasteless. I'm, yeah. I, I usually get like a turkey sandwich with a bunch of vegetables, but I don't get any sauces, because I don't. So maybe I'm the reason. I, I don't get sauces. I don't like either. sauces. Uh-uh. I put a little pepper on them. And what have you. Yeah, but. they're waiting for an exhaust uh, fan, and uh, I guess they've got to redo the building to get it. So that just seems like it's weird that it would take eight months to get I, an exhaust fan. I don't fan. know. Well, if you got to redo the building, if you got to put the ductwork in there. And so it sounds like it's going to be a while. Because Sign has been saying coming soon in 2023 uh-huh. for yeah. six months. Well, then they will just might have to change the 2024. Yeah. All I know is it's good. Yeah. Marcus I've been told good. that it's good by you guys and it some is. other people. Yeah. Maybe I'll try if I'm ever out in Corvo. Maybe I'll try the one yeah, out there sure so that'll give me an idea what to expect as it finally comes over to our part of town. Yeah, it's it's very good. Well, we we're lucky. We have a lot of good restaurants around here, and there's a lot of them that are kind of weird. Like some of the menus are getting weird. Are they? Yeah. yeah. You would know that a lot more than I would. Like, what's a weird one? Oh, I, I like... Uh, it's that place, on, one of the places on the landing, Tribute, it's a, a strange menu. It really is. Mm-hmm. When yeah, you say strange, really like, give me an example. Can well, I get a baked potato? Uh, oh, my God, no. What was the place? I remember the place. What, what's the place? Was it Atlas? Uh-huh. I ordered a baked potato there, and they looked at me like I was an alien. <laughs> we don't have baked I wanted just like a steak, and, and, and I ended up getting something. That, so it's kind of like that. Is Atlas still there? No, it's St. Birch now, which also has kind of an odd menu. But Atlas's menu was really odd. Yes, I remember you was. even commented. You could yeah. not get a baked potato. And see, to me, that's a steak. But it was good. It was but good. It was, I mean, it was okay. I mean, it was, We ate a tribute once. Uh, well, so You got their menu called up? Yeah. Can you get a burger? Uh, let's see. They got deviled eggs. Which yeah. I don't like. I mean, I... They okay. got roasted red pepper hummus. Which I don't uh, like. Hummus. Sun-dried tomato spinach artichoke dip. Pass. Pass. Out. <laughs> roasted red pepper bisque. Possibly. Probably may not. Maybe tolerated. Maybe. Cranberry pancetta. Uh, no thanks. For sandwiches, uh, crispy chicken club with slaw. Mm. Honey mustard, 
bacon you can handle Swiss. That. That's not that right. I would have to do it without slaw and uh, honey mustard. Grilled cheese with roasted garlic and horseradish. Yeah, I don't I'd like have that. have to do it without horseradish. I don't need garlic with my grilled cheese either. Yeah. I'm very basic when it comes. Just give me two slices of bread and American cheese and that's Rigatoni it. olive vodka. That's some. What's what's that all about? Sounds like they took a good dish and ruined it. Yeah, rigatoni vodka sauce, Italian sausage, spiced cherry tomatoes, shaved uh, parmesan. Okay, that okay. That could be good. That could be okay. I'm not a big vodka sauce fan. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm and, not, but that, uh, that could be all right. Supper club steak uh, with garlic, mashed potatoes, veal, demi glaze. Uh, what's and that? Roasted run, yeah. broccoli. Uh, market price. Whoa, which means probably somewhere 50, 60 yeah, bucks. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's a, an odd menu. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah, and so was Atlas. That's what made me think of Atlas. They, when you, I, I had a, they don't have it now, but I think I had a Reuben, but it's not on the menu, and it was pretty, it was, it's average. I like Reuben. I mean, and there it, was another, was bad? okay, another odd menu, I think, was Webster. Webster. It's on. Uh, Where's Webster. That was across the, the street that from the Goose, with Alex Go- <laughs> little, little from Goose Town Cafe. Webster? Yes. Yeah, look at Webster. Was it named after Emmanuel the character? I seriously doubt it. Okay. Just, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Webster. And where is it located? Corner of Market and Lynn. Uh, okay, wow. Yeah, a lot of these places... It doesn't open until 5.30. A lot of these places, especially if they don't advertise anywhere, you, yeah, you never know they're even open. Oh, I never even heard of it, and I've, and I've been down there. It's one of those places, I think it's they just, feature Iowa-grown products. Which is cool. But it's a sliding menu, and you don't know what you get until you go in. Okay, oh, because oysters... Pass. With kimchi condiment. <laughs> See, yeah. that that would be the worst thing I could possibly imagine eating. Yeah. I mean, Aru- no, arugula. Arugula? Uh, salad. You sound like that, Menu Boy. I don't love arugula. No. I, I don't love it. I, I can eat it. You sound like Menu Boy right now. <laughs> Doesn't he a little bit? Yes. <laughs> See, I, I can eat a little bit of I, arugula, yeah. but if it's, it's just arugula, no, it's too bitter. It's I'm bitter. And yeah. I, I'm with I, you on I, that. I hate that. Uh, spring pea soup with shellfish. Oh. Pass. Sausage. Hard tofu pass. skin. Pass. Hard pass. Uh, Hardest of all hard, possible hard, passes. Hard pass. <laughs> Let's go back to baby Gronk. You think he would eat there? No. No. <laughs> That's what we're going to... some. Okay, here's this their, food is endorsed by Baby Gronk. Here's their large plates. Okay. Turnip cake. Pass. Pass. What the hell? What the hell is turnip cake? <laughs> cake made out of turnips. Again. With braised radish, charred shallot. I like sh- shallots. Shiitake. shiitake. You, you are menu boy. <laughs> you, he is menu boy. <laughs> yes. You're a chip off but the see, old But see, I don't even know what 90% of that dish is. I don't either. Here's trout with uh, beets and horseradish. Oh, Pass. God. <laughs> uh, Beeler's pork chop with white kimchi. Pass. Uh, I, w- I don't mind a pork chop, but I don't want the white kimchi. Kimchi's yeah. nasty. Just give me and, some mushroom sauce or just some seasoning. No, I, barbecue don't mean, sauce. I don't even know how to pronounce this, so I'm not even going to try. Well, let's try. 
Well, it's... Uh, Try Eastern, Justin. C-O-T-E-D-B-O-E-U-F. I don't know either. I, that's no a, a word I don't know. Yeah. So that's one of their main entrees? Yes. Ah. Their sides. Black rice with squid. Pass. Oh, my God. <laughs> grilled asparagus with duck egg. Pass. I don't mind grilled asparagus. Jesus. Why do you need the duck egg? Yeah, what the hell? Just give me the I asparagus. Believe, I don't need some duck. I am pro-duck life. Uh, and warm nugget potato salad with bologna, scallions, and targaccia. I mean, I like See, potato salad. See, there isn't salad. one single thing on that menu that I would ever order without a gun to my head. <laughs> See, yeah, he's walking down the street. Somebody's got a gun. Hey, go in, go in there. I and I you. don't know what I, could, what I would order. <laughs> Hello? I've been told by many people it, it was someone locally to Iowa City that was in the restaurant business in New York and came back that it is by far the most expensive place to eat in town and probably the most high-end place to eat in town. So. Okay, so what are we talking about tribute? Is this No, a, no, we're talking uh, the, about... The Webster. Oh, the, the Webster. Webster. It's called The yeah. Webster or just Webster? The Webster. The Webster. Okay, I can't get a man Lewis you, you, you could head. easily drop 400 bucks a person there. Uh, so. No, I no. couldn't. <laughs> no. I couldn't drop a <laughs> I dollar. <can't. laughs> I mean, there were a couple dishes that sounded okay until the other, like the. No, so- the only way I would spend. Do they have wine? Yeah, I'm sure they probably do. But yes. what was the one dish? And it was. It sounded okay until it said with squid. I don't want squid. I don't. Well, See, here, to me, that menu is here's is the prices. Bizarre. Okay, if you want a salad like an asparagus salad with smoked salmon, uh, muffin uh, croutons, no, I can eat that. and grabache. Whatever the hell that is. Okay, what do you think a salad is? Uh, well, that's a dinner salad, right, with with an entree in the salad. Is that a dinner salad or a side oh, salad? It's got salmon side in it. Salad. Uh, $18. 19 I was going to say, I was going to say. but th- So that's just a the, side salad yes, with salmon in it? Yes, small okay. plate. Uh, Beausoleil oysters with kimchi condiment, $28. <sighs> a bowl of spring pea soup. With shellfish, sausage, and tofu skin. What the hell? That just Jesus sounds just It's $16. Well, price is a little better. You think they're appreciating this free advertising? Yeah. Well, yeah well, hey, <laughs> for people, for some foodies out there, this is probably nirvana for yeah. them. Yeah. The Beeler's uh, pork chop with white kimchi uh, and uh, pork au jus. 40 bucks? 57 for a pork chop. What the hell's in that white kimchi sauce? <laughs> a pork chop. And uh, yeah, the market price on uh, the steak, on the which steak. means it's probably 60 to 70. Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. So you don't think there's any chance you and Ann hit that ever? Oh, I think Ann, Ann would like it probably. Does she like seafood a lot of different she, Yes, she does. But yeah, that's and, and I, listen, I like seafood. I like some seafood. I like all seafood. I love jambalaya. I, I like shrimp. I love shrimp scampi. I would I wouldn't eat this stuff. Well no, that's just too seafoody you for know, me. I want to go to a restaurant where I know what the hell you know, maybe that says bad things about me. Yes, it probably does. And maybe I would like squid. I just don't want to find out if I do. I, I like it. Yeah, the pet, you know, it's, it's fried. An octopus. I just that's <laughs> breaded and fried. Well, squid and octopus, not the same thing. No. 
No, I, it's not the same thing. Nope. I know it, but I'm saying I don't like either one. I don't like the idea of eating either one. So anyway, I think that's a weird menu. Oh, but for some people, that would be oh my god, that's the best thing I have no, ever I'm tasted sure. in my my. In I just my think life. fifty-seven dollars for a pork chop's a lot of money. Well, it is. Yeah. Now is that a la carte or does it come with? Oh, that's a la carte. So you're paying fifty-seven for the pork chop and then then nineteen for the for salad. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's more expensive than that's like worse than St. Elmo's in Indianapolis. That's uh, about up right up there. It's more expensive than Joseph's. About yeah, a little more. It is a little more expensive than Joseph's. Well, that's the collar said that you. No, no, you're right. The collar was right. Four hundred dollars piece. The, the well, collars no, are no, collars are very educated. Yeah. Watching you read that menu, though, next time you make fun of a menu boy, you may have to think about this moment. Well, he struggles. Granted, imagine? he struggles with words like cheese and teriyaki. Yeah, pizza. Pizza. Jesus Christ. Bun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, but, uh, but I think that's the weirdest, the weirdest menu that I've seen, and I, I can't relate to it. That's just me. Now, is that place the Her Soup Kitchen? Is that still open? It is. They had a pretty eclectic. They they had a lot of different soups. It, yeah, but it, compared to that, no, it's just that. No, you can understand their menu. And I've tried, every 40. time I go yeah. there, though, it's never open. Yeah. It's, I think it's open for like a half an hour yeah. a day. And I used her, to like their soup. Her doesn't want to work. <laughs> Hello. I like to see a live feed where Steve goes in there and orders hot dog in bun or on bun. <laughs> You'd get thrown out. I don't even, so like, we're, what was it, Takanami? Is that still down there? No. What's there now? Takanami is now, uh, that's where Players is, isn't it? Yes. Oh, is that where Players is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever go to Takanami? I went there once, and it was pretty expensive. Uh, no. And it was okay. I'm not a big Asian cuisine guy. I, I, I like some of uh, Ariza's stuff. Oh, I love Ariza. Now, I don't like, there's a lot of, st- but uh, the thing with the rise is their menu is so massive. It's huge. You can find something that you like. See, there's, it, I can always find something to eat. Yeah, like, I mean, rise, I mean, general, and enjoy it. general Tao's, Empress Chicken, Kung Pao Chicken, Sesquan Chicken, Green Bean String Chicken. I can eat all that the stuff. The Sesame Chicken. The Sesame Chicken is a it, little sweet for me. It is but a I, little. I, I can eat it. But no, Arise has got, there's stuff on that Arise menu. Well, yeah, don't like. I mean, you get beef and some, beef and peppers. Yeah. yeah. Mongolian, delicious. So, yeah. Mongolian beef, basically. Uh, well, that's got onion in no. it. That's always got onion. That's in always it. got onion in it. I love their Mongolian beef. No, I like. I mean, I've and had, their crispy, uh, crispy tenderloin. Their egg rolls, though, are just their their yeah, Vietnamese egg rolls, egg rolls are really just good. out of this. They're the best in town. And um, we must be hungry. I'm hungry. Like I said, I had an egg McMuffin. Well, on I want one of them uh, kimchi uh, coated pork chops. Pork. Why don't you take Jan out tonight for let's see, one hundred and fourteen dollars? You could both eat those. Um, pork chops. No, nah, no, nah, she drinks wine. So well, then you get you. I'm you're like at two thirty now. <laughs> the one fourteen would just cover the pork chops. What do you think? The your... wine, let's look at the you look at the wine list. Oh, the wine list is going to be through the roof. So, what did it have as side dishes? Did it have like potatoes or any? I didn't. Yeah, but again... are most of the side dishes between like fifteen and twenty bucks? No, they're between 20 and 30. Oh, that's right, because you read off the one that was 20. Okay, what do you think of a side dish? This was at a place in Las Vegas. We didn't eat there, but they had uh, French fries. It was kind of a poutine thing, but it was $21. For French fries? 
French fries. It won't come up the wine. That way. seems really expensive, especially for Las Vegas. I mean, what can you do with French fries to make it worth it $21? There it is. I mean, really, honestly. What was the the main dishes? What were they? What was the cost of them? Oh, you know, 60 to 100. Wow. Yeah, I just Okay, um and I don't I'm not even going to try to uh here uh well, Philippe Fontaine Champagne. Yeah? $122 a bottle. Wow. Okay. You could easily spend $400. Oh, yeah. I mean, you and Ann could easily go there, get a bottle of wine, two main court, and spend $500 yeah. buy with a tip. Yeah. Well, there's nothing here less than 40 Well, the difference is, is Ann would spend $200 on the food and have some wine. I would need a, at least a full bottle of wine. <laughs> Before you eat, just, <laughs> oh, no, I'm just not to eating. pick up the fork. And a flask oh, oh, I'm of, not eating. And a flask full of scotch just to get you out of there. <laughs> yeah, here's uh, Sea Smoke Chardonnay. I don't like Chardonnay. How much is that? 180. Wow, Jesus. I saw, I'm just curious. Of course, if you got more money than you know sense, you know. But you know, but even if I won the lottery and it suddenly was worth a couple million, hundred million dollars, I still don't think I would go and spend money like. Maybe I would. That just I, seems like throwing money. No, away. for our our anniversary last year, we ate at a high end restaurant in Las Vegas. We said. We're not going to look at the prices. But you ate food that you liked, though, right? Oh, it was incredible. Did you get steak? No, got a chicken piccata. Okay, I've had that. And it was absolutely What was your bill, if you mind me asking? Uh, 375 And that includes booze? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. A, so... a bottle of nice wine, not... And a tip and everything? So, oh, yeah. So you're... Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean it was a lot. It's easy to do. But it's... Well, it's your but see, our anniversary, the most, we went to a power company once, and then uh, and then uh, one anniversary we ate at the Maid Rider with <laughs> oh, they, oh, yeah, we've had anniversaries where we yeah. had the popcorn, you yeah. know. I, mean, I yeah. used to love them. Remember they had the Maid right down, right, right there by yeah. where two dogs and all those. I used to go there a lot when I worked at the Press Citizen. We'd go there for lunch. No, the, where we ate at in Vegas, it was called Giada. Okay. And evidently, she's a, a famous person. So is Vegas known for having great restaurants? Yes. It, yeah. it is. Okay, that it surprises is. me. I, yeah. I, when I think of Vegas, I think of like all-you-can-eat, big big buffets. Well, with, they got that, too. With drunk people. With I think gambling. of the, the godfather, Mo Green, getting shot through the eye. I think yeah. they're getting away from the buffet thing a little bit. I think That's the stereotype? I think that um, COVID kind of... Okay. Turned people off a little bit. Well, I noticed a lot. People aren't eating. Evidently, not in Burlington. <laughs> I noticed a lot more people wearing masks the last couple of days, but I think it's because of the the, it's the smoke, smoke quality, the air quality. It, it yeah. was hazy. Yeah. It was it was really hazy yesterday. Hello. So you ate at Giada De Laurentiis restaurant, then, huh, Mister Suter? Yes. She's amazing. She's an amazing chef. I, you know, I've eaten at Emerald's restaurant down in uh, New Orleans, and you were talking about fries. Mm-hmm. He had a uh, a waffle fry with a truffle oil. It was like fifteen dollars for an order. That's yeah. See, I, yeah, I, that's that's a lot. You know, that truffle sauce would have to be pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't know if I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you adventurous at all, Mister Suter, as far as eating goes? Or are you pretty? No. 
you know, no. like um, steak and egg, you know, steak and potatoes. I am close, much closer to steak and potatoes than I am adventurous. Me too. But, okay, but Giada yeah, was great. I'll eat anything. Giada was great. I'll bet. I'm jealous that you got to eat at her restaurant. That's that's the place now. Everybody that's famous, as far as these chefs, they're all opening restaurants out in um, out in Vegas. Yeah. Well, and this this so. place was really it was something. And um, if you ever get out there, go there because if you if you are adventurous, it's gonna got a world of possibilities for you. All right, well, you guys have a great weekend. Go Hawks. Thanks. Go Hawks. I'm hungry. Giada de Laurentiis. That, huh? egg, that egg McMuffin is not filling me up from two hours ago. <laughs> Go from They're Ruff, getting, speaking from, from Giada de Laurentiis to uh, and, egg, muffin, egg of, muffin. Speaking of things that are getting smaller and smaller, hey. those breakfast sandwiches. Oh, I thought you were referring to. No, the, the egg, the, their sandwiches just aren't as big as they used to be. See, Ann, Ann no, thought that their Subway sandwich last night was smaller. Did you get a six inch or a foot yeah. long? Six. Yeah, I mean, they got sued for that once. She, that was just her thought. So, somebody, well, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. What kind did she get? She got uh, tuna with lettuce, tomato, and oregano. I've never had their tuna before. Did she like it? Oh yeah, she likes their tuna. Okay, yeah. I've never had their tuna before. I've had tuna. Panera's tuna is pretty good because it doesn't have a ton of mayonnaise in it. I don't like. I like tuna kind of dry. I don't like the wet, gooey mayonnaise yeah. tuna. I just hello. Good morning, gentlemen. It's John Ballmer. Hey, John. All this food talk. I, I gotta. I'm gonna let you know what. My, it's, uh, my wife Penny's 75th birthday today, so we're taking her and a group of friends out to the Chop House tonight downtown, which is one of my favorites and hers. And uh, I'm footing the bill for everybody. You mean next to the um, Englert? Yes. Yeah, yes. That's, that's a good place. Yeah, I've heard that. Their fillet is their fillet is outstanding. That's what I use. And I'm like you. I'm pretty basic. I don't try to deviate or venture very far off the menu. So. No, that's can you a, get a baked potato there? That's a good place. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That, okay. That's a good place. Stuff on it too. Okay. That's a good place to eat. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I agree so, with you. No, yeah, you you got me to thinking when you're talking about all this food, and I'm getting hungry myself. I'm already, really hungry. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkeye, Hawkeye hunger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basic meat and potatoes. Yeah, like that's the that's the story. So there you well, go. Well, <laughs> Pat, I'll see you on the on the trail. See you on the trail again. See you, yep. Johnny. All right, guys. I usually see John and his wife at least two or three times Bye-bye. a week walking. Happy birthday to yeah, Happy birthday. Yeah. And this just in: Michael Jordan is selling the majority ownership in the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, he should. Greatest yeah. player probably ever, but man, has he been a terrible NBA executive? His drafting is it just what's added, his uh, asking price? Uh, it's not clear. About as much uh, as a state from eight hundred million. He paid uh, two hundred seventy-five million in uh, twenty ten. Well, if he's would, got a uh, majority share now, it'd probably be eight hundred thousand. That'd buy a few pork chops from Webster's, wouldn't yeah. it? Well, Michael Jordan uh, goes on record as saying. I don't know what half that crap is. <laughs> so, <laughs> I that does not surprise me though that he's getting out of it. He's just it just has not worked, and it just shows you though just, just being a great player doesn't. I mean, Magic Johnson was a terrible coach. Yeah, it just sometimes I think when you're that good, 
you can't relate to people who aren't as good as you were. And well, I think Juwan Howard's maybe, I know at Michigan they're not completely well, thrilled had, with him. He's had some moments, but he's also had some inconsistencies. It'll be interesting to see what Michigan does um, this coming season. I mean, and Dickinson's at Kansas now, right? Yes. Okay. So how often, I was wondering about this, do coaches' kids play for their dad? I mean, or, or how, how often do they often. go somewhere else? Do they go somewhere else more often? It depends on what their dad's job is. Okay, let I, like okay, Fran, for instance. Okay, two kids uh, obviously played for Fran, Patrick, and Connor, mm-hmm. and it sounds like Jack is maybe leaning not to. Well, I've been Fran. hearing I've been hearing stuff about that. I that's one of those things where we'll just see what happens. I, I, so I, okay, but then you, Joan Howard had two kids play for him. Uh, uh, Buddy Bayheim played for his dad. Yeah, and the coach out at Oregon State, um, Tinker or Tinkle, his kid played. There's, I mean, more times than not, it seems like if they're good enough and their dad's in a really good job and a power uh-huh. that they'll they will play for their kid. But it doesn't always happen. I mean, it doesn't always happen. But it's not real common. This thing with Fran and the fact that he's going to have three Division One sons that's unusual. That's rare. That's it very is. rare. Hello, Michael Jordan, net worth. Two billion four hundred million. Well, but but we don't know how much of that is the yeah his chunk of the hornets. Yeah, probably plenty. But yeah, I don't I don't know. So, but um, so you think Michael wouldn't go to the to Webster and, no. and eat there? No, the Webster. Oh, um, we may as well talk about a place that does that. I had the fried chicken spicy sandwich from Kraken yesterday. Yum. It was lights out. I'm going to, the next time we eat there, I'm going to get that. It was really good. That and fries and conversation with Ray. I just missed Gatons. He, he had just left. But I sat up there and because, you know, you order at the Kraken, then you just go and sit at the table and talk to Ray. And, or you can eat on the picnic tables, too. It was too. too hot. And what's good, too, is when Ray's really busy, then you distract him and get in his way. <laughs> That's kind of fun to do, too. He was pretty busy while I was there, and there were times where I demanded his attention. Hello. Hey, guys. Did anybody hear about anything on the uh, on the gambling thing at Iowa State and some football players that are pretty important? Yeah, oh, yeah, I've heard. Um, we've heard rumblings. Been, there's rumors that have been persisting since this story broke. Yes. Yeah, I, I heard. Well, I just, I, I just want to know if you guys heard, because then that kind of confirms what I heard from some pretty reliable people yesterday. So. Oh I yeah, no, we, uh, Tom, you even said yeah, it on the yeah. Air. Uh, the Hunter Decker's name has come up. Yeah, I don't know if it's been, yeah, true, but I've been told that three starters are involved, and one of them's the quarterback. But I don't know if it's true. But I don't but that's know for sure. The rumor that's been out there for weeks. Okay. All right. And I, all right. Sounds good, guys. I just want to see if you heard. So, is that kind of what you're hearing, too, yesterday? Uh, Yeah. I I heard some, some pretty, uh, pretty interesting stuff yesterday that leads me to believe that some stuff is true that is going to come out. So, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, hopefully nobody's out for the whole season. Yeah. I don't, I mean, there was a lot of talk about them getting that late quarterback, but I don't know if that's related to this because remember, Ashton Cook is injured. His career is over. He was their backup quarterback yeah. last year, so they had to get somebody because he didn't. After spring ball, his career, he had shoulder surgery, and they told him he couldn't play anymore. So I think that's part of the reason they went out and got a late quarterback too. So we'll see. Yeah, and it's, I just um, the whole betting thing, guys. If, if 
if, if, if it's true, and I'm not an Iowa State fan whatsoever, but no. um, or any of these people who who do this, you know, but um, if you're betting on stuff like the Masters and whatever, who I'm, in the hell cares? I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. If, they, if 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 these Iowa athletes bet on the women in the Final Four. I don't have But a, you can't have a, a, a line that moves. Well, the, that's the problem, though. This is one of those things where it's either either or. There's no that, gray that's area. Right. And I don't think the NCAA is going to budge, and I see that side of it, too. I do. I do. I think I'm with Captain in some ways. I do think it's too strict, but this is a kind of well, tough one. If you create a gray area, then you're going to constantly have people going back. I can understand if you bet on any sport in your school. I, I get that, but... Yes. Uh, horse racing. Or, well, the other you know, thing you got to remember, too, though, guys, is most student-athletes are under the age of 21 Well, they, in college. Yeah, they can. Most of them are. They, and that's illegal. Yeah. So that's a whole different element to it. So, But, yeah, it's a tough conversation. Well, they but opened I, the can of worms, man. Now now they got to – I just hope, um, you know, whoever's enforcing this stuff shows and, – and like I said, Iowa State, Iowa, I don't care who – don't – you, there can't be no bias. What's good for the, you know, how's that go? What's good for the goose is good for the gander, and it's yep. cut and dry. Oh, I think this will it, all be pretty consistent. I think this will be fair. It, it I think the Iowa be. State guys are going to get the same thing. The I don't think there's going to be – I think this will all be pretty universal as far as how they go about. But punishing. it is major hypocrisy uh, when you got all these betting sites on all these sports, you know. And, well, and when they're one of your they, biggest sponsors. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the casino, one of the biggest sponsors, and it's just hypocrisy. Now I understand the under twenty one because that's the law. That's the well, law, that's, the that's state law. Absolutely, that's, yeah, no problem there. You know, but if you got a twenty one year old betting on the Preakness or whatever, I don't have a problem with that. But yeah. then, like Tom says, if you I start think, bending the rules a little bit. I think the NCAA is trying to remain relevant when it really isn't. Yeah, I, just, I agree with that too. But all we do know that Keaton Anthony missed 17 games because of this. That's that's out there. So that's about a third of the games. Yeah, right? He missed a third of the season, pretty much. Yeah. And I almost put him in my top ten. I couldn't. Actually, I did my top ten, and <coughs> it was tough, man. This was the hardest one I think I've ever had to do. I saw your women's one. I haven't checked. Well, the, the men. Um, um, here, let me. Um, I put Jack Campbell number right, one. Right, thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate your call as always. I had Jack Campbell number one. Here, let me call it up. I pissed off some fans. I you, you always do well, things I mean, like that. I, I was gonna put Spencer Lee tenth because he did only lose. The thing is, he didn't finish, and he only finished fifth. There's lots of times where I've left Iowa wrestlers out for finishing below fourth. And there's three other years where he would have been a. And I did acknowledge in list. my column that I maybe held Spencer to a higher standard because of the bar that he set. Because he said it himself. To me, yeah. Austin Cressley did a much better job of meeting his standard than Spencer did this year because Spencer had so little margin for error. Had Spencer come back and won his wrestle back and finished third, he would have been in my top ten, but he didn't. He didn't. He withdrew from it, so... Um, but you could have easily argued that. But Brody Breck didn't make my top ten. I mean, that. Oh, here, let me. Let me. Find well, that's it. interesting. Well, it was. Um, I, I went with Sam Peterson, also made first team All Big Ten. Great left fielder, led the team in stolen bases, hit over three hundred. To me, he was the most well-rounded. I mean, as great as Brody is at times, and his potential and upside, Brody had a stretch where he really struggled. Yes, he did during Big Ten play. So I had to consider that. Um, 
Um, let me let me find it because man, my mind is blanking. I can't remember. Uh, well, you know, talking about food again. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump went into a restaurant. I and, saw that and exclaimed, uh, "Food for everyone!" And, and he they, didn't pay. <laughs> he didn't pay. He left without. Seriously? Paying. Yes. Okay, number ten. This is according to uh, the. Uh, oh, it's all over. See, I don't think that's funny. I. It's the thing is I, though. Then the left jump on the stuff Miami like this, Times. and then the right just defends them even more. Yeah. It just stories like this don't accomplish anything. Well, it yeah. screws over the business and the waiters I and waitresses. Ag- I agree. I wasn't laughing at that. I mean, but is it for sure true? Because I saw somebody saying that Miami. they're waiting. They're waiting to talk to the owner of the of the restaurant, who's a big Trump fan. They're waiting to see what he's this. Uh, Miami New Times. Oh, I know. I read yeah. all about it, but yeah. their source was not the owner of the restaurant. No. I, so there was still question on, uh, but you know, who? I don't really care. I mean, whatever. I mean, he raised $7 million since being, in, I mean, people are just willing to throw money at the guy. I, but here I had number 10 was Austin Cressley, track and field. Um, number nine, Sam Peterson, baseball. Number eight, Mac McClear, Big Ten golf, Big Ten co-medalist for the second year mm-hmm. in a row. I mean, his... I mean, his, uh, he was also Iowa's first two-time medalist at the Big Ten Championships and 16th conference golfer to win league tournament on multiple occasions. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. He posted a team-best 18-hole round of 66 in round two at the Galloway National Golf Club to clinch Big Ten medalist honors. His five collegiate victories are the most by a Hawkeye men's golfer since 1976. He's got to be on this list. Yeah. To me, he surpassed his bar more than Spencer did. And uh-huh. like I said, maybe I did maybe have Spencer at a – oh, number seven, Sam Laporta. I mean, he was one of three finalists for the John oh, Mackey sure. Award. He was a great tight end on a miserable offense. And number six was Cooper DeGene. I think that goes, oh, without, it goes without saying. Number five was Tory Taylor. And the reason I ranked Tory, I had somebody ask me why would I rank Tory over Cooper and Sam. Even though Tory didn't play every down like those guys did – Torrey impacted games more than almost anybody on that team by flipping field position to offset the horrible offense. And he did it all the time. He did it all the time. So to me, Torrey Taylor deserved number four, Chris Murray. I'm third-team All-American. And let's see, number three, Austin West. I mean, he finished third in the decathlon at the NCAA meet. He also won the 400 hurdles at the Big Ten Championship with the fastest time in the country at that time. And let's see, what else did he do? Um, West was also the Big Ten champion. The 400-meter hurdles running a collegiate best 49-3-4, which ranked second all-time at Iowa. And he anchored Iowa's Big Ten runner at 4 by 400 relay team. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's impressive. Yeah. And then number two was Real Woods, finished runner-up at NCAA Wrestling, only lost once. The difference was he lost his match by two points, I believe, in the championship. Where Spencer, I, he didn't get to the championship. It's yeah. just different. And then Fair number enough. one was Jack Campbell. And maybe I did, maybe I did judge Spencer Lee too harshly. Maybe I, I would, I could easily see putting him in, maybe for Austin Cressley. But, um, but Austin also won the two hundred of the Big Ten meet and set the two hundred and hundred meter school record in the same season within weeks of each other. That's impressive. Yeah, and I do impressive. try to get other sports involved too, because it's kind of hard to compare. Like somebody who plays football compared to somebody who does track and field, it's just it's kind of hard to juggle what they accomplish because the sports are so different. But um, Jack Campbell, I mean, he was the best linebacker in the country, Buckets oh, Award winner. Sure. I thought Jack was a solid number one. Yep. Uh, but right away agreed. after I posted it, somebody gets in there and embeds my tweet. This list is completely unvalidated without Spencer Lee. Right away, some guy just ripped me. But that's the beauty of Twitter. Or the uh, phone is that? That's mine. Answer Ridiculousness. See who of it Twitter. is. Who do you think it is? Hello. 
very good morning, sir. This is Tyler Jackson calling you from Student Loan Forgiveness. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. You still haven't paid off your loan, Captain? No, I am. Pardon? Uh-huh. What, what can I... hear that, sir. Did, well, did he miss his payment? Is about to provide you the recent updates about your student loan file. Yeah, I, you understand I'm 75. 74. 74 okay. <laughs> you know what I've been getting a lot of recently, the last couple of days? Solar energy. Calls um, from companies wanting me to to get solar energy. I've, I've been getting hit like, and it, it's coming like the old auto renewal things where, you know, I'd see like Venton, Iowa. Uh-huh. I'd get a call and it's from Carroll, Iowa. And it's um, sounded kind of like that guy, but they're selling, so they're trying to sell solar we, energy. Uh, the owner of that restaurant said, we don't accept money from Mr. Trump. We give money to Mr. Trump. Well, there you go. That's what he said? Yeah. But no one got fed. So Trump can just go in there and eat for free? They'll just No, they, nobody got fed. Nobody got fed. But if Trump went in there to eat, would they just let him eat for free? He just and he didn't call him President Trump. He called him Mr. Trump. But they're huge Trump fans. Yeah. The owner of that place. I guess it's just a, like- it's a famous, um, is it Cuban restaurant? Yeah. Have you ever had Cuban food? Yeah. Like what's something that would be considered Cuban food? Is it spicy? Uh, can be. Okay. Is it similar See, to like Mexican food? It's salty. Too. Not really. Uh-uh. Like it? Indian food? Um, it's like red sauce and meat and stuff like that. I mean, they have their sandwich. I've had Cuban sandwiches. I've, are good. Okay. Is it like like Caribbean jerk sauce? Is it sort of like that? You can have. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I get you. Yeah. It's right. it's a little bit a a little islandy. Okay. All right. Because it is an island. What's that song? Island in the. Islands in the stream. God. That is what we are. God, why did I bring that up? Roberts played that on the station. <laughs> Who's, was that Kenny Rogers? That? Hell yeah. And, and Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah, as much as we love Dolly, she put out some crap too. Well, yeah. Can we acknowledge that? Well, everybody. Oh, well, yeah. Everybody. I have a career that long, of course. Islands in the Stream was about as bad as it gets. I mean, that's up there. Big that's hit, a, though. That's worse listen, than listen, Escape by Rupert it's Holmes. It's like no. uh, Taylor Swift. If you Swift, like Pina Colada, no. no. getting Swift. caught in the rain. <laughs> Taylor Swift put out some, you know. Oh, crap. I think some yeah. of her. She put out something yeah, with a guy, look, The National or something like that. That song's terrible. And I like most of her stuff, but that song well, is awful. Well, and there's uh, "Look What You Made Me Do." That song sucks. Not not one of her best. But it's not "Islands in the Stream," is it? No. Kenny Rogers put out some. I mean, he put out some crap. Do you know he was? I met him in '72. He, nice? he was extremely nice. Good to hear. Uh, and then 51 it, it, years ago. And I spent like, uh, you know, a couple of days because he was in Waterloo. He was at the station. And and then I looked at him, you know, I saw him on TV like, you know, 40 years later and anything. But he had effed up his face. Oh, with plastic yeah, surgery? He did, he I had, mean, he didn't even look like the same guy. So he made it look worse? Oh, terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, all, these, I... all these actors and actresses that do that, they look worse. I had completely agreed. Yeah, have you seen what's her name? The the she used to be married to Gavin Newsom and now she's with Trump's son. She you know who I'm talking about. She's um 
Can't. Kimberly Guilfoyle. Oh, okay. She, she is, was married to Gavin. Well, they, I don't know if they were married. They were together for years. Yeah, she's went about as complete about faith, but she's frightening looking. What well, she's, she's done. yeah. I mean, when she, she so yeah. she's obviously not pol- very political. Oh, she's extreme. She's oh, a yeah. she's a oh. Trump worshiper. No, she's spokesman. way. Well, but Gavin Newsom isn't. Well, no, he isn't. But you know, well, no, she, she's completely switched sides. She went from being com- his completely. She's yeah, she's because she's now she's with she's well. She there are people the trying to get get a hold of his ex-wife to they want to write books, and she's been offered money. And she had to sign something, and on she's frightening. And I mean, the surgery. Yeah, that, how he went for because his wife really attractive. Well, she was attractive when she was with him twenty years ago, but no. Surgery looks like it's just... It's just oh, she just, looks like a gargoyle. She really does her lip. It's just it's hard to look at. Yeah. I don't get these people that pay millions of dollars. And then she gets in front of a microphone and screeches. Yeah. Just screeches. She screams and yells yeah. and she's got those big lips. And <laughs> yeah. Trump is just... Yeah. Can do no wrong. They're out to get him. He's great. A gift from God. And it's just... Uh, kill me. The kid's got to be doing... The kid's got to be doing drugs. Maybe with wouldn't it be funny if we found out that really Don Jr. and Hunter were really hanging out together all the time? They're good. Jim friends. Hunter, no, actually, uh, actually, uh, they've had business dealings together. Really? Yeah, right. yeah, and and uh, he's had business dealings with Trump. God, we have. They were CNN reminded me this morning. We have fifteen more months of this. <laughs> Jesus, I was reminded it's not this coming November. No, it's a we. I no, mean, a year from. I mean, there's so much. I'm still not completely convinced Biden's going to run. I still think something. I, God, I hope somebody it, I, like oh maybe the Gavin like Newsom, Obama will emerge. Or Gavin Newsom. I mean, people are all hot on him now because I did watch some of his interview with Hannity, and he did put Hannity as uh, Hannity tried his best to spin yeah. it as much as he could. And, you know, a lot of people disagree with yeah. what Newsom said, but I thought he at least gave some thoughtful answers. He Grassley did. doesn't uh, oh, think Grassley. Obama's old enough to. Grassley's win. an idiot. Yeah, I mean, he's. Just I don't a, know if this tape exists. He's beyond even. I've heard it exists. We got to investigate. I'd like the FBI to tell me what's on this tape. He makes no sense. Yeah, he, I mean zero sense. Nope. And you got guys like Jim Jordan who. Does he ever do anything policy-wise? Has he passed a bill since he's been? No. All he, I mean, it's just that. He's awful. It's just. If it hasn't been bipartisan, there hasn't been a bill passed by by them. By but them. I thought Gavin Newsom, and I'll give Sean Hannity credit for having him on the show. I think you need more of that. This crowd, usually people just stay in their own safety net. And, you know, he did ask him some, some tough questions. But, I mean, I thought Gavin Newsom handled himself well, seemed pretty sure in his answers. And I know a lot of people, oh, he's a leftist. I would never vote for him. I mean, we are so divided right now that I don't know if we're going to be able to ever um, narrow this division. I, I, I don't know. We're in a bad know place if, right now. I don't know if it's in my lifetime, but eventually. Well, eventually Trump well. goes away. Whether he, you know, at some point he's going to die. I, that will lessen the volume some because there's just not another... There's not another person that sucks the air out of the room like he does. DeSantis certainly ain't that person. He's no. a weirdo. And he doesn't have Trump's charisma and his ability no. to dominate a room and no. rally people like Trump can. No. You know, so I think once Trump is gone, things will start to... But, man, it's just... I, if you turn on TV now, it's just the same crap every day. I don't even watch it anymore. No. I mean, it's just the same stuff. I can't stuff. watch it. I just can't watch it. 
I mean, I can't watch. I rarely watch the news anymore. I don't watch the news at home at all. No. You know, this is the time of year you don't have any football. You don't have any basketball. I'm not a huge baseball fan. The Cubs suck. I know they just swept the Pirates, but now they'll lose their next five. You know, you start to think, okay, maybe I'll sit down and watch the Cubs, and then they, then they I mean, there's just, this is the time of year where there's not a lot going on. So the summer basketball has started, but there's no news per se. And what do you mean summer basketball? I mean, the, like the women had their first uh, – Oh, practice yeah, a couple and, days ago and that's fine but have you ever really cared much about summer basketball practice why well, I, I do now because there's nothing else to, <laughs> but i'm not always, interested in baseball it's always been that i've never really paid much attention to summer workouts yeah. i mean and i'm guessing they're going to make the i'm still trying to get ben cricky on it's they're trying his right now of course his class schedule is a he's got class between but i think they're going to try to set something up but um, i don't i told him don't have him miss class it's not worth that you know, but we'll try. And then, like I said, we do have football players next Wednesday, so we can talk about some of that stuff on on Friday. Well, that'll be good. And but yeah, it's hard to think. It's hard to believe that June's almost over. And for tomorrow, I'll have a full report on the swarm beer. You gonna bring some in? Um, bring it in. Let's just get drunk. <laughs> Go to that Webster place and just grab some plates. You want me to bring stuff in from Webster? <laughs> yeah. Go. Call would your you guys, banker. Would you guys Call be Marv. stunned if I brought in like four pork chops from Webster? <laughs> yes, I would be stunned. <laughs> I have, well, you yes. might have to eat them yourself. <laughs> oh, I bet you guys would try them. You, you would try a $57. I wouldn't eat the kimchi. No, I don't. You'd, no. Try, you'd still take a bite. At $57, you'd do it just out of curiosity. Not if it had kimchi on it. We don't even know what kimchi is. I've tasted yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a Korean mm, like yeah. sauerkraut. It's oh. thing. it's no it's, it's horrible awful. So it's not like a sauce. No, no, no. It's is it something it, you could easily scrape off? Okay, it's if like you, kerosene. If you would take sauerkraut and you'd put it out in ninety-five degree weather and leave it out there for about two and a half weeks and then put it on something, okay, that's what it tastes like. Right. It's you, just, you oh, ruined it's my appetite. Just right, before we go, I do awful. have one Andy Griffith analogy. I mean, we were talking about ordering stuff and up and. Yeah. Remember the scene where they go up to the big city and yeah. uh, and they're in the restaurant, the fancy restaurant, and Andy does all the stuff is written in French or whatever, and, it, and Andy's like, can't read the menu, and Barney doesn't want him. Don't, don't show him that we can't read the menu. That, they'll think we're not sophisticated. And Andy's like, I don't care. He goes, and he looks at the waiter. He goes, I just want a steak, a baked potato, and green beans. And they rated, okay. Blah. And then Aunt Barney, of course, has to be the expert. He just points to a couple things, and the, and the waiter reads them off says what they are and there's famous things that you guys have heard of before and then when the when they're all done ordering the waiter looks at Andy okay steak green bean baked potato he looks at Andy and Barney goes okay brains and snails and one one of those things is like escargot escargot is, is it's it was bra- it's like brains no that's snail okay and then the other thing he ordered what, what is brains because the word the guy the waiter said I had heard of it before it was a he ordered brains and snails sweet and, meats no, it was some type of really funky name to it. I just always thought that was so funny. And um, Yeah, escargot is snails. Have you had it? No, I have. Uh, Shane, when he was little, loved it. Wow. I, I couldn't do that. It's uh, seafood, isn't it? Yeah, well. It's, What's yeah, better, snails yeah. or oysters, if you had to eat? Uh, snail. Yeah, I know a lot of people that oysters love oysters. Oysters are like I, eating a tumor. I, I couldn't. Yeah, they're, they're just, it's gross. Um, 
Let's see, brains. It was brains and snails, but yeah. I, I don't know what the French word was for that the waiter was saying. Tommy Lang. You know, I only learned that escargot was snails through the movie The Jerk. That scene where they're in the fancy restaurant and she orders escargot and he screams about having snails. On oh, her I plate. do remember that. The Great jerk. movie. No, don't remember. Trucky yucky chicken. <laughs> what the brains taste like? Uh, well, they're very hard to find in Burlington. Brains from where? <laughs> what animal are we getting these brains from? Cow. Yeah. Uh, the taste of brains is unlike any other animal. Let's it's, see. If, oh, it's eat creamy, a... but oh. firm. You imagine you Ew. get a cow. It has a buttery undertone with a savory flavor. You could eat a piece of ribeye steak from a cow or its brains. I think I'm going to go for the ribeye Say steak. Say so. Our brains, usually from a cow or a goat. And they make a popular Mexican taco filling. Oh. Fried brains are sautéed survey. Pig brains... I'm not very hungry anymore. Yeah. No, I mean actually that the the thing you said about cream kind of made me ill. Um, brains are rich in nutrients. <laughs> oh, good! I'll take a multivitamin. Thanks. How much would they cost at Webster's? <laughs> brains market. Uh, they're banned in the U.S. Where where is Webster? I don't have to drive by. You say it's, it's at the yeah. corner of Lynn and Market. Corner of Lynn and Market. So kind of by where the Press Citizen used to be. Uh, cr- uh, Caddy corner across, from. Yeah. So kind of like where the Motley Cow was. Yeah. Uh, no, across no. the street from. Yeah. Okay, so on the same side. We, as where where the um, um, Pearson's was. What's where Motley Cow used to be? Um. What's there? Is it? A I co- think is a, a coffee shop. High grounds or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I think. These, yeah, you can uh, get sick from eating brains. I'm sure you can. Did uh, you ever eat at Motley Cow? Time or two. I did there a couple. Of days. It was yeah, okay. It was yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, you can't eat brains or spinal cord. Oh damn! Yeah, or monkey brains. What am I going to eat? You think Baby Bronk Gronk eats brains as part of his training? That's what. Uh, that's what uh, Arizona. Was it Arizona? Arizona <laughs> wants me. No, Lord, yeah. I can't go back. Oh, that's Isn't Indiana. That Indiana. Yeah. 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 Hello. Hey, dudes. Hello. Hey. hey, where Motley Cow used to be is now like a kitchen supply store. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I've been in there. That's actually a pretty cool store. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to drop three hundy on a, uh, you know, Japanese knife, it's it's a great place to shop. Okay, so I could go get a three hundred dollar <laughs> okay. knife and a sixty dollar pork chop, all within like a block of each other. You can. Yeah. Wow. Or you can get a five dollar cheeseburger at George's. I went in yeah. that. <clears throat> I went in that store, and they had a transistor radio in the window, when I was collecting them. Uh huh. And I said, uh, "How much for that transistor radio?" Uh, and they go, uh, seventy five dollars. And I go, "Well, it's pretty high." Uh, I said, does it work? No. <laughs> I said, then why would you spend Why you got a price at $75? Because it's a collector's item. And I said, well, it's just a regular transistor radio. 
Yeah, but they wanted seventy-five dollars for it. Okay, the place this guy's talking, the and, caller's yeah. talking about. Okay, yeah. And and do people collect things that don't work? I guess I I don't know. I don't collect things that don't work. I don't really collect things. No. Well, I stopped collecting. I used to collect transistors. I used to collect AM, CDs. AM I was a uh, transistor radio. I was uh, I'm a little bit still a numismatist. Coin collector. Yeah. Well, yeah, Billy was. Billy was serious. Yeah, serious. I never have collected really anything besides CDs and debt. <laughs> I, I am the proud owner of a lot of worthless pieces of cardboard called football cards. Oh, yeah, oh, I never, okay. got, yeah. never really got into any of that stuff. Yeah. A lot of my friends did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have a wonderful weekend. All right, you two do right. Thanks. Um, let's see. Today is Friday, right? Yep. So you, do you have a big show planned for tomorrow? Uh, full report yeah. on the swarm beer. And then when you guys are done here, you'll sit down and start planning for tomorrow's Saturday. Uh, yes, I do a lot of show prep. For a lot a of Saturday lot of, show. Cause we uh, have radio a, prep. I am already, yes, I am already two weeks ahead. Well, that's a big hour we have wait, to fill. Wait. Two weeks from tomorrow. Wait Are you eager for that. that hour tomorrow between 9 and 10? I enjoy it. Yeah. Would I hate it if I didn't have to come in on Saturday mornings? No. There's but little, it's, it's okay. A little shot across the bow right there. <laughs> yeah. A little subliminal advertising. We're going to end on that? We'll end with Suter's frustration. I mean, I wouldn't hate sleeping late on a Saturday. I can't sleep late. When you say sleep late, are you talking like 11, 30, 12? Oh, my God, no. No, I mean I, woke, I mean, I woke up today at 6.30, and I tried to get back to sleep, and I couldn't. Then I got to thinking, well, you went to bed at like 10.30. That's eight hours. Bucky woke me up at about quarter till six. I don't, I don't miss that. I mean, Lakota, Lakota used to wake me up. There were times where he'd, I'd, I'd fall asleep on the couch in the living room, completely dark, and then about four in the morning, I'd hear a, hmm, hmm. He'd be sitting in the middle of the living room saying he wanted to go out. And I yeah. couldn't get back to sleep until he would come back in. There were times I couldn't get him to come back in because he's out there with animals and just he wanted to be out for the rest of the day. I was always worried he was going to jump over the fence and get away, and I didn't want that to happen. No, that wouldn't be good. So anything at all, Hawkeye? Um, Not really, is there? No, I mean, um, I was hoping you could get Brad on because I'd like to talk yeah, to him. I mean, I had somebody reach out to me after I posted that Sam Honar update saying hey i'd like to be able to give three four hundred dollars directly to sam honar's nil he asked me where could he do that i don't know i don't know the answer again i think it's the the university sponsored nil thing so who would he who would he contact um can't contact sports if they don't have anything to do i don't know if it's is it called flight i think it is i think it's called so the best thing would be to look it up on like on Google it, or maybe try to find. Yeah. The, I assume they have a Twitter account, don't they? I don't. I don't know. Hello. But yeah, I didn't know. How, I didn't know what to tell him. Hello. Oh, uh, I don't know if you guys changed your subject of uh, conversation, but I'm holding a can of uh, pork brains with uh, milk gravy. I got down to Stringtown nearby Kelowna. <laughs> really? It's, it says. Uh, it says on Google it's see. illegal. Uh, I've, I've never had the uh, boss to uh, try it, but uh, it's a conversation piece at the barbershop. Right? Oh, <laughs> there it is. Oh, my God. Well, uh, I guess if you eat it, let us know. Give us a report. Yeah. Uh, if I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the ingredients of it, uh, uh, 
total fat is 8%. Uh, salt is 13%. That helps. And cholesterol is 1,060%. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Vitamin A, C, calcium, and iron. Not a significant source of fiber and sugars. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, you give it. If you eat that, give us a report. Is, uh, Good luck. Two thirds of a cup in calories are 140, and fat fat calories is 45. Okay. And uh, I've had it here for several years, and I pull it off the shelf every once in a while to show the customers and. And uh, nobody's dared to eat it, including me. So it's expired. Uh, more than likely, uh, <laughs> it looks like the, the can's bloating up. And oh. Oh, so it's not only expired, it's, <laughs> it's toxic. Up in the ceiling, yeah. you know, one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like it's toxic. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like right up Pat's alley. Yeah. I've got a, another can at home. It's a can of yuck. And it's a Caribbean type. Uh, uh, I haven't opened that either, but I've never seen a can of yuck in my life, and what, I had to have it. What is it? Uh, some Caribbean uh, canned food of some sort, but I'll never know. <laughs> well, okay. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I've had people describe our show as yuck before. Well, sure. And well, again. Both of those things sounded very unpleasant. Very Especially unpleasant. The one. So the can that's bloat, bloat, that's because the stuff is spoiled and it's rotting, right? Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Those, uh, when Mackler was alive and he was putting out the uh, spicy trail mix, the Captain Steve and Tommy uh-huh. Lang spices. Yes. Okay, I had like six bags of those things, and they kept inflating. And I'd look in the closet, and then one day, like two of them, just blew up. That was actually pretty good when it was fresh. When it was fresh, but yeah. I mean, I don't know how he packaged those things because it blew up. Are they still out on market? No. 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 Hello. Hey, dude. Hey. Hey, he said he bought that can at Stringtown, so it was expired when he got it at the store. <laughs> <laughs> that place is all scratch and dent crap that my dad buys. No, you are uh, correct. I've never even heard of Stringtown. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> No, Don no, Cologne. someday, oh, okay. uh, Pat, you, you've entered the third world. Okay. Uh, thank you for the warning. He is not wrong. No. All Ooh, right. Later. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Should we end it on that? I think so. I think it's time to put this thing to bed. I, I, I agree with you. We almost <laughs> made two hours on nothing. Really nothing. Except well, for we Ryan Bowen. Bowen. We yeah. had for 10 minutes. Solid 10, 15 minutes <laughs> yeah, with Ryan Bowen. An hour and 45 of just... Didn't really even talk music. Well, to got you. a solid fifteen minutes on the Webster uh, <laughs> yeah. menu, which yeah. is. You think they'll find out? You think they'll hear about it? Hey, from they, somebody, sure. Yeah. So what if? What would you do if the owner called in and said, "Harry, you're talking crap about my restaurant. Who the hell do you think you are? Would you? What would you say to him? I am ain't no other brother. <laughs> what if they would? What if they offered to bring some of their food out here? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you wouldn't want one of those pork chops. No. No. Okay. How about their market price steak? Uh, but it had some crap on it yeah, too. It that I don't want. No. Yeah, no. There are times where you'll see like, this beautiful piece of meat with like just crap. If on it. people yep. like it, great. More power to you. 
Yeah, that's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm the beauty a of food. Yeah. I'd much rather have a burger and fries. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And so. you'll save. All a right, lot of everybody. Money. Uh, no rain, right? Nothing coming. Uh, yeah, tomorrow night overnight. Uh, ch- what uh, showers and thunderstorms overnight? And what, like twenty percent chance? Uh, more than that. God, I keep praying for yeah, it. We need it. We need rain so bad. Okay, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, police reports next. And hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. Okay, the gunman in the 2018 Pittsburgh.